<laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody's gonna watch this, but you know. Yeah, you never know. Well, I mean, that part, that's just the thumbnail. So we don't. I blame that on Aaron. I'm fine. He made us. <laughs> he had people. He had people outside our house threatening us. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I was under duress when yeah. I did the podcast. Behind on my left, a man had a gun to my head. Yeah. This is all on video. <laughs> hey, that's all right. All this, is our, this is our plea for help. We're, we're just we're telling. Yeah, we ro- yeah, are we rolling? Are we? Yeah, rolling? we're rolling. <laughs> and we're about to be rolling live too. There we go. I love live, it. baby. Hello, people and the internets. Yes, the people in the internets. I love how people. I love how you added the the unnecessary s's. <laughs> the internet. Yeah, that's what you do to well, be. Did, did you know it's just a series of tubes? Oh, that's oh. all the internet is. Mm-hmm. It is. But uh, I'm putting out my phone in case I see comments. <laughs> the mystery ghost comments. I hope they pop yeah. up. Yeah. I seen them for the last. Well, for my um, I got it to work for the restream thing the last time. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Fucking TV and forgot. Very good. You got us on the TV. Well, because I had my my laptop set up to my TV. So you're watching TV while you do this, and you needed to mute it. I see. Okay. No, I'm watching the show while I do this because we're in between. You're watching the movie now while you do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a split screen. What half a la- is the pod, half is the movie. He's what like, a lazy on, son of a bitch. Yet. Yeah, no, he's like, hold on, I'm not there yet. You guys are going ahead. Yeah. Let me catch up. <laughs> anyway, those lovely, lovely viewers out there. Today we are doing Batman. And I'm gonna keep this four screen thing for this episode. I but like it. We're doing uh Batman Returns from 1992. And I mean I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. I'm your boy, Sir Sturdy. You know, this is the Z Network. This is Popcorn and Pints. I'm also the host of Horror with Sir Sturdy. And right down here below me is the other black guy. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, my name's Ibrahim. So I run a podcast network. It's uh, Deep Focus Cinema. So if you look up Deep Focus Cinema Podcast, you'll find all my stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, I was here last week when we talked about Batman 89, and I'm here for Batman Returns. Uh, so yeah, I always love talking about Batman. He's awesome. Uh, and these are some fun films to talk about. So yeah, excited to be here. Who are you throwing it to? Uh, James. Uh, people might uh, notice me uh, from uh, Horror Research Story. I'm one of the co-hosts for uh, Sir Story's podcast right there. And uh Yeah. I don't have no, uh, I don't have my own podcast, but you'll see a lot of me on other podcasts, Popcorn Pints, Horror Research Sturdy, etc. So, and out, Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm Chris. I of course host stories from a bar. I actually, just put out a new episode today, talking to a lot of brewers, bar people, and just drinking and talking to people with interesting stories in the five one eight. Uh, you'll catch me. So check out that podcast. Uh, Going to hopefully be a regular here on Popcorn and Pites, drinking, talking about entertainment movies and stuff like that. And uh, all on the Z Network. So back to you, A.A. Ron. I want to say something. I'm going to make an announcement right now that I didn't even discuss it with you guys, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> so as you guys have seen, we did the original Batman movie from 89. We're doing Batman Returns tonight. 
we're gonna do every single fucking Batman movie. We're after this, we're gonna do the other, the shitty two. This this group right here, we're gonna do the oh, shitty two. Okay. better next. News to me. All right. <laughs> not not necessarily in a row, but we're gonna be doing them all because it just makes sense. You know, you you can't yes, just it have make sense. somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That hasn't been here, and like you can't exclude somebody. If anything, we'll have an addition, but we will not have a subtraction. Math, motherfuckers, math. <laughs> Catman, yeah. Cat, Catman, Catwoman surviving. At that was so cool. That, yeah, it was awesome. Not sure who said that because the restream thing didn't really pick it up. So pick up your name yet. So what I will say, people, is when you come in here, could you say your name until Restream starts acting right? And uh, we're going to do something else. This, I did discuss with Chris. I didn't discuss it with you two. Well, Chris actually discussed it with me. I did? Yeah. We're actually going to do a synopsis for this movie. We didn't do it last time because... Oh, yeah. I figured we should probably we should probably throw out a quick synopsis of what actually happened in the movie since yeah. it's 30 years old. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Cobblepot is going to take care of that for us. I am okay. Again, news to me. <laughs> I didn't know about. I didn't know anything about this. So, no, just a quick. There, wait, there's a format. What? <laughs> I mean, there's a synopsis. <laughs> so, uh, the monster is penguin who lives in the sewers beneath Gotham, and I'm just going to read this because there's no way I'd remember everything. So. The penguin who lives in the sewers beneath Gotham joins up with wicked, shock-headed businessman Max Shrek, played by Christopher Walken, to topple the Batman. Of course, Michael Keaton, uh, once and for all. But when Shrek's timid assistant, Selina Kyle, finds out and Shrek tries to kill her, she is transformed into sexy Catwoman. She teams up with the penguin, who's also trying to kill all of Gotham's firstborn children, by the way and Shrek to destroy Batman, but sparks fly unexpectedly when she comes, when she confronts the caped crusader. That was it. Okay. Nice. Nice synopsis. Basically, it's Batman, Penguin, and Catwoman. There's a duck. As you guys see behind me, another duck. Same duck. And I'm just going to jump. Listen, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. I'm going to jump to what I'm drinking, getting ready to drink. Yeah, let's talk about that. It's Dwarf Invasion. It's a uh, I'm more into ciders. I like like a flavorful, sweet kind of beer. And it's made with cherry meat and hops. Not a sponsor, but again, you know, holla at your boy if you want to be one. Pretty cool cover. Pretty cool label. I love the label on these. Nice and cold. Just at the and you know because of the popcorn and pints logo, I have to use the glass to that shape. So yeah, that's what I'm sipping on. There you go. You. I know you're drinking. I am. I'm on beer number five, and I saved the hard stuff for the show. I, uh, I, w- I was drinking some 5% brown stuff from Brown's Brewing, which was delicious, and now I've switched to an 8% other half hops only Imperial IPA. Nice. Oh, so uh, that's what I'm rolling with here, my pint glass. I'm drinking a real man's drink, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee. Coffee at nine o'clock at night. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It don't. It don't affect me. I can drink a pot of coffee and still go to sleep. I have a mystery drink. Mystery drink. <laughs> Maybe it's a mix. Maybe it's a couple things. Who knows? <laughs> That's the mystery. Of, yeah. of acid. Before we get started, Ooh, yeah. how about a cheers to everybody? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I almost had a wave of coffee fly at my laptop. Oh. That would have been pretty bad for you. Yeah. Not bad. That's pretty good. Pretty good. 
pretty good. Not too sweet, not too bitter. It's like in the middle. I like it. Looks like wine. <laughs> it does. Well, you were drinking all your hard watermelon stuff earlier. Uh, Mike's right? hard watermelon. Yes, I had to. You see, <laughs> wait, wait, this- wait, wait, wait. You just said Mike's hard as a watermelon? <laughs> no, that's not what I said. I said Mike's hard watermelon, okay. which doesn't uh-huh. sound any better. Okay. But I'm talking about. <laughs> Forget it. I can't talk my way out of it. Like, if I say I'm talking about what I got from the store, it could sound bad. If I'm talking about the beverage, that's going to sound awful. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll just skip that. Oh. I had a watermelon flavored bev- alcoholic beverage earlier. Interesting. Thank you. I think. So, how was everybody's day today? How's everybody doing? Everybody that's watching, how are you guys doing? Good. It was a busy day. Same here. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Did some overtime, rake the yard up. Yeah. Sounds good. I was. I was playing a lot of video games and starting to get PlayStation thumb. That's yeah. a that's a, that's a real mm-hmm. ailment, and I had to take a break. I, I remember those days. <laughs> what have you been playing? Uh, I've been spending the last few hours playing Godfall. Okay. Which is quite fun. Uh, maybe a little repetitive. And for the for fuck's sake, if they could just put in a map of the area, that would have been great. And this is PS Five, right? Yeah. Oh, you know it. Yeah. Mm. Five people. One, two, four, cinco. Cinco. Yeah, for my Puerto Ricans out there. Aaron yes. can count. <laughs> wow, he, he got like two of the Spanish numbers out of it. Oh, no, I got uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Oh, okay, there you go. I thought you skipped like the last Oh, three. no, I, I did. Like I one, did two, five. One, two, five. <laughs> one, two, five. <clears throat> so, yeah, man. Um, Batman Returns. Chris read the synopsis. Great, great. Great fucking movie, by the way. And to me, it still holds up to when I watched this as a child. Again, it came out in 92. I was born in 85. I don't know how old I was when I seen this. Math is hard. But um, <laughs> no, I just don't remember how old I was when I first seen this. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. No, that's a, yeah. yeah, that's a fair point. I, I don't was, remember. I, I remember this film when it came out. And I remember. And so when it came out, I was like four years old. Right. So I was very young. I remember begging my parents. So, like, I remember walking past the marquee, like, at the theater and seeing Batman Returns and seeing the poster and being like, I want to see that movie. Please let me see that movie. They're like, no, nah, it's too dark. We, we're not going to let you see it. It's <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, later I rented the first one and then watched the second one. But, yeah, I remember when this came out uh, and being very, very young and, like, even then being like, I want to see this. This, this is for me. <laughs> But this is definitely darker. This is definitely darker yeah. and weirder. And he went full weird. Um, one of the things I really like, so like right at the beginning of the film is this little story about the origin of, of Penguin. And freaking Pee Wee Herman is the Penguin's dad. I was going to say yeah. that Paul Rubens plays yeah. his dad in the film. Paul Rubens is his dad. I totally forgot great. about that. And it's so you know, great. And that, again, that's because. And they Kim- dump him. They just throw him into the freaking water. And they're like, yeah. bye bye. They, they still do that in Florida. Well, they they feed you to a gator, right? Yeah, that's how that's how that works in Florida. But again, it's Paul it's Paul Rubens because Tim Burton directed Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which yeah. I had no, you know, that's not something you would ever uh, associate. True. 
Yeah, it's just that's a great cameo. That's a great cameo because you're just like, okay, if Peter Herman is the penguin's dad, that's so bizarre and it's so Burton esque and weird. But uh, yeah, yeah, I also feel like it's almost the origin story of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles spinoff movie. Like the baby goes into the sewer. He could have came out trained by turtles. Yeah, (laughs) he's like the one human. Yeah. Instead of adopted by abandoned penguins from a closed well, zoo. That would have been a good sequel to the first movie. It's like someone, they, they, this freakish child gets dumped and then they're like, they got to raise the kid. It's four turtles and a baby, you know? <laughs> four turtles and a baby. That just sounds like a movie title right there. Yeah. <laughs> right up Aaron's alley. Yeah. Yeah. No. I guess I'll, I'll have to write the script for that. There you I go. like that. I'll watch it. Aaron, Aaron will take the lead role. He'll do it. He'll play the baby. No, he'll play Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to do like a Fu Manchu voice. <laughs> I, uh, I'll also say Danny DeVito makes a great penguin, man. They um, looking into that and doing a little research after I watched the movie. I like they wrote that role for specifically for him, basically. I mean, there's not a lot of people that fit that description of just short kind of fat and you know you'll never pay me to wear that bodysuit though oh my god no the ugliest thing but you know who um who actually suggested devito for the role was jack nicholson after playing the joker the the financial gain he was selling him yeah he said i mean nicholson made so much money and then he suggested devito so devito was in and then they like they're like that's perfect and then they just kind of wrote the role for him which but I have another I have another hot take really quick. I'm sorry, Chris. It just it just hit me. Now I remember last week when I said Tony Stark, best character they've ever chosen for a role, like mm-hmm. look wise. I want to say the same thing. And I know they did the makeup to, I mean, I know it was practical effects with the makeup and all that shit, but I feel like Danny DeVito was the perfect character to play the penguin. Because again, like Chris was just saying, he's he's short and fat, just like the penguin is. And like he he played that role just amazingly well, just as in, just like acting that role out as the he, you really when you look at him in this movie, you really feel like he's really the penguin. Like when I watch this, and again, I wasn't into the comic books, but the cartoons, it's like that penguin to me. And I think that's just amazing how they portrayed that. And Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. You know, super sexy. Mm-hmm. One of my first, probably one of my first boners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the direction we're taking the show in? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now she, she was no, one of my first crushes. She looked really good in this movie, and she played the role so well. Again, like a real seductive, but tough, don't play games kind of shit. And again, from the cartoon, it's that same kind of vibe from the animated series. It's that seductive, tough kind of shit, kind of silly. And like I like how when she she has those one I love her one liners I don't remember them but I love the one liners and she has those in the cartoon as well and I like how like for the she lets people go a lot like when she's breaking in somewhere like with the cops in this movie she let the two or cops security guards go in this movie and I just like her role she's pretty much like she didn't say these exact words actually she didn't say these words at all she's pretty much like look you don't want to fuck with me just leave because I will fuck you guys up and then they say uh. That I don't get paid enough for this or something. Say it again. Don't they? Don't they say? Uh, they. I don't get paid ho- enough yeah. for this or something. They. They like say that? our yeah. take home is three hundred. She's like, you're overpaid. And they yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But 
I mean, Catwoman's always been an interesting character because they've always towed the line with her that they can write her character to be either good or bad in the moment, mm-hmm. and it, it suits the moment. It's pretty fascinating compared to some of the other comic book characters out there. You know what it is, though, not you, because her and her and Bruce Wayne have a thing. And then as Selena Kyle and uh, Bruce Wayne and then as Catwoman and Batman, they have a thing like that. Sexual kind of that tension, tension, yeah. yes, yeah. the sexual tension, the lust and the possible love. It's like all mixed in one more dangerous, obviously, as Batman and uh, Catwoman. But still, it's 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 crazy. On this movie, she was like fighting a split personality. Yeah. Oh. James, you mentioned um, Danny DeVito's costume. It took him like four and a half hours to get all that makeup on when they I, first started. Yeah, I, I seen the breakdown of um, them doing the makeup. Yeah. Like, they're putting the pieces on, and they're, I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know how actors can sit through there. I mean, eventually. Talk about money just for that. Oh, yeah. Eventually, he said they got it down to like three hours. But when they first started doing the Penguin costume, it was like four and a half hours. That's ridiculous. Man. I really was impressed probably. by the nose. Like that nose, there's a couple shots like where he they introduce him to like basically his campaign staff. And like you really see closest of him and is like, no, it's like perfect. It's like it is super pointed, but it looks real. And it's just like so just like Aaron said, so right on the comic book way it looks like there here's this weird short guy who's got a penguin nose and penguin hands just came out of the comic into real life it's very it's it's great it's funny you say that because they were one of the academy awards they got nominated for was best makeup so that goes obviously probably mostly into creating the penguin yeah for sure and you know definitely they they did so good with it but uh, I was also reading up on Michelle Pfeiffer's costume because, I mean, she was great. She was smoking hot cat woman like you would expect. I mean, that's the character. But uh, just made out of latex. I think uh, I was reading this today. They made like 60 latex cat suits. All of those at the time were $1,000 a piece. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, so, and they painted the rubber silicone stitches on. Oh, okay. sti- so those stitches weren't real. Was, yeah, you, if you look closely, I you it tells something was off, but I didn't expect it to be uh, painted on, though. And she basically had to cover herself in talcum powder to even get that suit on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, her whole the whole scene where she transforms into like Catwoman yeah. is like really great. It's like one of the best scenes <laughs> of any like the origin of X character. <laughs> it's it's real powerful. It's really freaking powerful. And I mean, looking at it now, especially with like a lot of how nowadays is more of like a, a female empowerment movement. That was like one of those movements. Like it was like ahead of its time in a sense. You know what I mean? Like how it is now <laughs> like right in your face. Back then it was in your face, but you just didn't know it. You just seen her kind of becoming the villain or the person she always was deep down. Cause she always had like as Selena Kyle before she gets pushed out the window, she always had like this rage with her that she just didn't know how to release. And she finally, as you could see, she finally releases it as Catwoman. And it's such a epic, powerful, beautiful, creative way. By the way, that name Selena Kyle, I think is an awesome name. Mm-hmm. That's a great character name. 
great. Hell yeah, it is. That's just, it's like a, it's a sexy name that rolls off the tongue too. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got five funny. So they do. You know, this is kind of the classic stereotype where they do like, oh, when you're not hot, you wear glasses, and then when you're hot, you stop wearing the glasses, and suddenly you're hot. <laughs> or is I well yeah, and it seems like more of a DC Comics thing with you know Superman. Yeah. You don't know who he is just because he's wearing glasses, <laughs> and then you take him yeah. off. Or like, oh yeah. shit, Superman. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like you see it in other movies too. Like I think they did that in like Devil Wears Prada. There's a bunch where it's like, oh, I'm a little dork and a nerd, and I wear glasses, and then like, oh, now I'm really beautiful, and I don't wear glasses, and my hair is like big. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. It's like, how can we make M- Michelle Pfeiffer less attractive? Let's have her wear glasses. Like, uh, doesn't really work, but you know, okay, you're trying. <laughs> one of uh, one of the things I noticed when uh, the scene where Christopher Walken pushes uh, Selena Kyle out of the window to kill her, she falls all these floors on her back. She's falling backwards, so she's hitting her back on everything. And when they show her on the ground, there's like what almost looks like a bullet wound just in the forehead with some blood coming out. Like, where did that even come from? She yeah. was pushed out of a window backwards and then fell backwards this entire way. Yeah. Hit her in the head. Though. And I'm, I'm just looking at this blood spot. I'm like, what, it, what is with that? But it, that yeah. is a good question. A lot of people probably guess like, oh, the glass from the window. Or... Yeah. I mean, because something could have hit her in the head on the way down. It yeah. is a question, and I didn't think about it until you just said that. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, it. Because then she, you know, she's walking around the following scenes with almost looking like she got shot right in the forehead. Yeah, because she, she ends up putting a bandaid over her head. Yeah, like I, it's what? what happened. Yeah, she's like, oh, is that Chris Brown's house again? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. I didn't know cats just by uh, a whole bunch of cats licking you. Know, you become a uh, like a super villain. Yeah, that you was a super villain. Dude. <laughs> It was pretty creepy when that first cat came out after she's laying on the ground because it looked like she was toning the cat. Yeah, dude, the cat. Was they they put something in her mouth that the cat was trying to eat. They, they, <laughs> they had to have, man. Yeah, because that cat to. was like in her mouth trying to eat. She, it's like she was French kissing a cat. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I think that's supposed to. So like they do that in the really shitty Halle Berry movie where like there's the same kind of origin, but then a cat like transfers some kind of power into her. <laughs> I think they're trying to do something similar-ish, like where she takes, she's taking on that cat persona and that cat was like giving it to her. But yeah. they, they don't play that. In so that cat way. wanted to give it to her, all right. That's yeah, it gave it to her right in the <laughs> mouth. She looked at that movie, I'm just saying. But bef- real quick, though, what you were just saying, Ibrahim, about the Holly Berry one, which my wife was talking about earlier, and she said she hated that movie. Uh, I wasn't a fan of it either. Yeah. Which I've, one was that? Was that the fourth one? No, that was like a standalone. Oh, that's right. She was standalone. Yeah, yeah. It was so like I, I even forgot what year it was. It was a while back. Now with, with no, but what I was saying though, because like <clears throat> as Selena Kyle again before she gets pushed out the window, that inner ladies, excuse me, I apologize for using this term. That inner bitch comes out of her, and. It just really like her character just completely changes, which is understandable. But I'm wondering if anything, because again, you mentioned the cat with the newer movie, because now all of a sudden she knows how to fight. Yes. She can flip yeah. and all this other shit. Like, yeah. and- she got the reflexes of a cat, except for cats yeah. don't do backflips all the way down the street. <laughs> they can, though. 
I don't know. Uh, you know okay. You know how people who had cats or have cats, you know, when your cats are running around at like three in the morning when you're trying to sleep, that's what they're doing backflips. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Hey, very agile. They're very yeah. agile. They sound like horses running around. I'm like, oh, you're a fucking six pound cat. <laughs> Get a horse. That's true. I do know Michelle Pfeiffer ended up taking like a bunch of kickboxing and, you know, whip training classes and lessons to play that role. She wasn't even um, Annette Benning was supposed to be Catwoman, not Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah, yeah, I because the notes. Yeah, that's right. I prepared for this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what I need to start doing when you send me those notes. I should share them with these guys so we all sound like. We I don't... thought you did. You I, don't uh, even bother to read them. I never do. I thought, um, like, I, you know, I spent some time today putting some notes together, and you didn't even fucking read them, did you? Parents like another a little, white guy send me. Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what we're gonna do next. Between the four of us, we when Chris sends me the notes, I'm gonna send them to you guys, and I'm gonna make a group Facebook chat with us four, and we could also post them in there as well because uh, I don't. I'm a freaking 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 freestyle, but Chris like yeah. he's prepared. See, see, I when I'm watching a movie and like I, I'll see something like um like notes on it, like I seen the thing about the makeup Danny DeVito. It's just after I read it. If hours go by, I forget and blank out things. So it just goes disappears. I'm like crap. I forget oh. names. I forget like directors' names and everything. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. That's why I have to write stuff down either while I'm watching <laughs> it and then I go back afterwards and kind of yeah. look stuff up and things like that. But Annette Benning was actually supposed to be Catwoman. She was cast and then she got pregnant like shortly before they started filming. Wow. And then they settled on Michelle Pfeiffer, who who also ended up ma- was being paid like two million more than Annette Benning would have got. Damn. Well, that was a good that was an upgrade. That was sort of the yeah. opposite of what happened in the first one when uh what's her name? Sean Young had to drop out because of the horse yeah. uh, accident. Um so I guess you win some, you lose some. <laughs> this this was in the movie's favor. Sean Young who was she supposed to be? Still in the Kyle? Or no, sorry. Uh, no. no, in the first movie she was supposed to be Vicky Vale. Yeah, the reporter. Vicky the photographer. The Vicky Vale they chose wasn't bad though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I just think I think Sean Young I don't know, I just I, I like her that version of Sean Young at that time I think would have been better. I respect that. If I'm not mistaken, I think she wanted the role of Catwoman. Uh, I thought I saw something where she actually showed up dressed in costume to try to audition. Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, there was this crazy ass story. Like I said, she is legitimately kind of crazy. Like she is actually kind of out there as a person. Um, she would have been a very interesting Catwoman, like in an alternate universe. Because I think Michelle Pfeiffer is like a perfect choice, but she is legitimately actually kind of out there, bonkers. Like she is a nutty person. <laughs> So she could just be like she like you said, she would just show up in costume and be like, yeah, I'm fucking Catwoman because I'm crazy. Cast me in the movie and I will destroy it because I am a bonkers, nutty, crazy, extreme sexual tension kind of person. I just live that way. <laughs> she recognized that this was like a perfect role for her. I, exactly. I was going to say to her credit, that is kind of the Catwoman yeah. <laughs> persona. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Ellswick commented, "Catwoman was a bad bitch." Yeah, I like the Catwoman oh, yeah. in this. No, yeah, no. Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer did a great job. Badass, sexy, and yeah, I watched she, her. I she, she nailed it. I don't, I don't know if you guys, uh, maybe Chris, because I don't know. He's white. He might have seen it. <laughs> uh, Grease Part Two. Michelle Pfeiffer was in it. Uh, I don't know if I've. Ever... I don't think I've actually seen the whole movie. 
Oh, okay. Well, she was, she was the main character. In was that. she in it? Okay. Yeah. See, I uh, the movie I associate her with the most is um, what's the one where she was the teacher and like the. Oh, you're talking oh, about um, yeah. Gangster's Paradise. Song? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gangster's Paradise, the Coolio shit. Yeah. Um, I, I associate that movie. What the hell? Was I had it in my mind. I literally had it in my mind before I started talking, and then it went blank. Come on, Aaron. What's the name of the movie, Aaron? What movie? Gangsters. Uh, it's not Gangsters Paradise. No, not Gangsters That's the cool. But she's the teacher with the bad kids. Oh, oh! I love that movie. It's a, uh, dead, no, no, not Dead Post. Sorry. No, that's Robin Williams. Yeah, damn it, Julio. Dangerous Minds. Dangerous that's, Minds. There you go. All right. You win the you win the trivia for the night. There you go. <laughs> he he's black. He had to get that right. Yeah, he had to. Come out. Time out. Time he'll out. lose. He'll lose points on the street. We have to fucking do a movie review on Dangerous Minds. Well, okay. Okay. Oh. I don't care. I'm sorry. I was so aggressive. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. I that was very aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, this is your show. We're just like. He'll start getting angry. We're just, we're just here for, for your oh, fun times. Kelvin said it was Dangerous Minds. I should have looked over to the at my phone. To the channel, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start taking credit. I'm going to peek and go, yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin, it wasn't La Bamba. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had uh, all right, we got people on. That's good. Nice. We got some people watching. Oh, nice. speaking of, Kelvin asked, uh, what does everybody think about Marlon Wayne's playing uh, we talked Robin? Robin, yeah. We talked about last week. I was going to bring that up. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bring up. Go ahead. Bring it up. That's a perfect time to bring it up. Yeah. Robin, uh, they were gonna, at one point planning to bring Robin into this movie, and they had settled on a backstory of him being you know, a black teenage mechanic. That eventually befriends Robin or Batman. Oh wow! Okay. And you know, becoming Robin, he was going to have like an R on his jumpsuit or something like that. And they had actually cast Marlon Wayans, signed him to a sequel, and he was going through like costume fittings and everything. Mm. They decided to delay it till at least a third movie because I think uh, they decided too many characters in this one. And then, of course, there you know, it, it never happened. There was a lot of characters. Yeah, it never happened with him. Like yeah, it never did. happened with him. They didn't basically, but he got paid for it. So that's pretty sweet for him. <laughs> so, it, um, you know, it's like being the backup quarterback to a quarterback that's never going to not play a game. Yeah, you're Tom Brady's backup. You're, yeah. you're, not, you're, you're just, collecting never, millions sitting on the <laughs> It's funny how they said there's going to be too many characters, but the one movie they had like 18 characters. No, but I mean, this is like the early 90s. You, you can't, it's pro- at the time it's kind of you're bringing these iconic characters to life and i can understand that in a sense because it hasn't been done before you're like this is the first time major motion picture millions of dollars you're bringing in the big names batman catwoman penguin like i mean was it this came out in 92 so i was nine years old i doubt i saw it and i know i didn't see it in the theater i saw it on video at some point i, I didn't see it in the theater i've seen it on video at some so point. i'm a, but i can't imagine uh you know, teenage comic book geeks at the time geeking out over, holy shit, I can't believe we're getting a movie like this now. Yeah. I, do, uh, I did forget how it was a little more chaotic than I remembered. Like a what? lot, it was kind of fast, like, uh, like all the clowns. I remember <laughs> that. I remember the first time I was like, wait, is Joker back? Yeah, there's a lot of clowns. His gang, there was. His gang, right? 
Yeah, I had no idea there were clowns in it, but at the same time, I mean, can you really go wrong with murderous clowns? No, you can't. It's just, you think, <laughs> you think the Joker's back or something? They're like, although no, there, there's supposed to be some rogue. It's like a rogue group of, of circus people that just decides to live in a sewer and then maraud Gotham. And then, like you know, the, the penguin becomes their leader in the 33 year time gap they give you. Yeah. It, it's a weird, it's a weird, like, however, that origin. I, I think they're just like, yeah, we need a villain. So let's just have it be some weirdo kind of freak clowns. And then, you know, Tim Bird's like, yeah, I like that because well, I'm going to get my character actors that are look weird yeah. and I'm going to put them in the movie. Well, you know what happened with uh, uh, Tim Burton? I mean, he didn't want to direct this to begin with. Well, I mean, he was he didn't care for the superhero formula, basically. It was, you know, kind of lame to him. And the way they convinced him to do it was basically give him complete, total creative control. And then he immediately fired the person that wrote the script and brought on someone else. Geez. And because I think the complaint with the uh, first, you know, few drafts was they had no real main purpose for the Penguin. Oh, okay. Like it was after that that they added in the part of you know him wanting to kill Gotham's firstborn children and running for mayor, like getting uh, getting off. Uh, yeah, and that that was more of a sign of trying to show you monsters. It's not just uh, monsters aren't only the people wearing costumes. You know, you, your politicians basically are dickheads. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like that's like what did, that subtext was for. We discussed last week. They for this. In previous drafts or before whatever happened with Billy D. Williams, they wanted Billy D. Williams to become Two Face in this movie. Oh yeah, and he would have been the Max Shrek character. Yep, pretty much. But then he left, so then they kind of did. A I think. Um, I think it, even at one point they had tossed around him showing up towards the end of the movie, kind of like a setup for a third movie, just flipping a coin in that uh, Catwoman Max Shrek scene where they kiss with the taser. Or something like yeah. somewhere around there. That was a good was, scene, by the way. It was a good scene. You know, having Two Face there flipping a coin, you know, landing on heads, deciding not to do anything, and walking away just as a setup. But again, that didn't happen. That ended up getting cut. Robin got cut. There was a lot of stuff that got cut from you know the first drafts. Now with the Robin thing, didn't they say he got cut because um just because like of the timing, like you could that's like the length of the movie. You couldn't really fit it in there because they wanted to kind of give him some some sort of an origin story too, a little origin. Yeah, <clears throat> from what I remember. Yeah, th this this movie, yeah, like you're definitely right. There's there just wasn't enough room for another character because it, again, another thing, another reason why Keaton left, and when in the future when we talk about the basically the 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 third and fourth films in this kind of four film block, um, he at this point was very unsatisfied because he felt like Batman was the side character and all the villain. And he felt like in every movie, the villain got more character development than Batman did. And that the, the films were about the villain, like Selena Kyle and the, the penguin. Like we get to know a whole bunch about them and their characters change and all this stuff. But with Batman, he just kind of shows up, he's people up. He's, he's basically got this weird kind of thing. Firstly, Nikhil, like they got they got this thing for each other. That's kind of cool. But there's not a lot for Bruce Wayne, Batman character wise. So there's just a lot of dissatisfied, I think, people. No, and I think that was evident watching it for myself again the oh, first yeah. time in like 20 years. And that's one of the thoughts I had. I'm like, you know, there's not much Batman there, and there's definitely very little Bruce Wayne in this yeah, movie. Not much like, either. I'm not mad at People. Yeah, there, there's barely any, like, so the beginning of the movie, right? So we get the origin story of the Penguin. 
then we get this thing. Basically, it's a Christmas movie, right? That's the other thing yeah. we should talk about. This is a Christmas movie. I do want so, to mention. I do want to discuss that after. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. It's a it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas in Gotham, and so all this stuff's going on. And then we see the Penguin do this sort of revenge against the people of of Gotham. Um, and then we get basically the the beginning of the origin of Selina Kyle. This is like the first thirty minutes. We see Batman like twice. Yep. Batman Batman stops the. The, the clown show from attacking people in Gotham. And then the rest is just so Glenn Kyle's origin. It's like, whose movie is this about? Is this about him or is it about them? Now, it, when it comes to Bruce Wayne, I think there were two or three scenes of him watching the news on TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and him and Alfred just like hit chilling yeah. at the back cave. Uh, you know, there's one or two scenes uh, of him just meeting the actual Selena Kyle character as Bruce Wayne. And then, you know, a few more is Batman, but this is, I mean, this is a penguin Catwoman movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a penguin Catwoman movie. How insane is that? It's their origin story. <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. But, Batman Returns. But, no, it's, but, hold up. But the thing is, like, I like that they showed more of Catwoman and, and um, the penguin than Batman because we got, <clears throat> excuse me, we got a lot of Bruce Wayne and Batman in the first story. So we didn't need much more of Batman. And Bruce Wayne in the second story, that's one. And then two, it's like Batman's such a powerful role that he didn't need Batman and Bruce Wayne that they didn't need the whole, you know what I mean? They didn't really need those spots as much as Catwoman and, and uh, Penguin did. And I feel like th this movie right here really showed us who Catwoman and Penguin are and like made them very, very popular. See, I don't disagree with you. Obviously, if you're introducing new big yeah. names like that, you need to give them their proper due. Uh, I mean, but I can under Batman's movie though. I I, I, I certainly movie. understand Keaton's grape. You're not developing as I would think as an actor. If you're playing the same character over and over again, and you're in some kind of franchise, you want it to develop enough to the point where it's at least still interesting. Yeah. And I feel like this was interesting, though. I really do. But was it? Well, yeah, for you as a viewer, but was it for Keaton? His, well, the answer is no, definitely. I, no. I don't know because I, you I put yourself in his shoes. I believe he got paid $11 million for this movie. And it's like that fucking $11 million for the little I had to do in this movie. And I don't mean little like he only had a small role. What I mean is like compared to the first movie, I got paid $11 million to do this shit. Yo, sign me the fuck up. Stop. Yeah, but I feel like this, I, you know, the idea was there. Um, this was ended up being more of collecting a paycheck for him. Yeah, it, it wasn't just it wasn't like <laughs> worth his while anymore. No. And it, I, I mean, and I disagree. I disagree because I feel again, I feel like it was a bigger wow moment again, because like the scenes that he the scenes that he was in with this movie was so fucking important. Like he wasn't in just a scene just to be in a scene. Like a lot of his scenes were very powerful. I'll go with the uh, Bruce Wayne, Selena Kyle scene on the couch. Like that whole scene, that whole back and forth, especially when they start making out and she's feeling up on, you know, like <laughs> yeah. a shirt. And earlier, in the, earlier as Catwoman and Batman, when they fight, he stabs her. She stabs yeah. her ear and he throws the shit on her arm. We do have a couple comments, which I want to read real quick. But she's yeah, going to yeah. sit on her arm, and they're both just like, fuck, I got to go. And it's funny that they both try to tell Alfred a story, but don't know what to really tell him. 
and I feel the reason why they don't really know what to tell him is because they kind of care for each other. So it's like, lie to him, lie to her, but don't hurt them because I still want to mess. I, I still want to talk to them. I want to see where this can go, but I have to go be Batman or I have to go be Catwoman. You know I'm going to be Batman, but you don't know I'm going to be Catwoman. And real quick, I just want to say, um, Kelvin, <laughs> really quick, actually, Chris has a question for us. Chris Ellswick. Shout out to Chris. I was going to say, I'm on the show. How do I have a question? I don't remember asking. <laughs> will y'all be, co- will we be covering the Gotham TV show at some point? Now, this right here is not going to be something I'm going to throw out to everybody. This is a group. This is a group effort. This is like a group thing. Maybe we could like watch them episode by episode and do like one season at a time. If you guys are down, I'm down. That's all I'm going to say. I think I yeah. like a half. The, the, the demand needs to be high. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. put it that way. High because that is. That's a commitment. I mean, I want it's a commitment, and the thing is, Batman's not even in it. I think they introduce him like in the later season. He he becomes Batman in the last episode. In the later, you got the last. It's basically about Gordon. Gordon, the the cop. I'll say this though, real quick. If we did do shows, like we could do one season at a time, and just kind of like whenever we get a chance to watch every episode or ever x amount of episodes, we'll discuss it with each other. And then do like a se- again, do a season at a time, and then boom, and we could just put that out as one episode, that first whole season, and we could do it whenever we have a chance to do it. So, man, I'm I'm not against it by any means. We'd have to yeah. discuss some sort yeah, of we'll, plan. We'll, yeah, we'll have this, that because that, that's we're, a we're that's just not one movie. That's right. our episodes. <laughs> you got ten minutes per season. Yeah, it's like okay, I'll spend two hours watching a movie. It's like that's what is that like five hours or something? Yeah, no. So yeah, that's a commitment. Yeah, we'll have to plan that one out. Well, hang on, real quick. Here's my thing. We could say it could be like a monthly thing, right? Say, say, say for example, like you know what? We'll start watching this like as a group whenever we can, whenever you can, when everybody's free to watch their shows when they can at home or whatever. You do an episode as much as you can. It'll be like a monthly thing. Like say, again, I'll throw January out there. Like say the end of January. We'll do season one. The end of February or March, we'll do season two. You know what I mean? So it's not like every weekend we're doing so we can still have time to do movies and other fun shit and plus our own shows. Well, James, you're on. You're, you're, you're. Yeah. Again, universal co host. No, I'm universal. He's he's the horror of the network. We just throw. There you go. There you go. I'm the horror of the network. I'd say we'll uh, we'll take this offline and discuss some plans for this possibly. Like I say, if, if the demand is high. Yeah. Yeah. Keyword being I, I, I agree. If the demand is high, yeah. I heard it was a really good show. A lot of people got into it. I, I watched the first season or two and then gave up on it. Yeah. I yeah. you know, I feel the same. Yeah. Like a lot of those shows. I even I've watched um like the the um uh Constantine show. I watched part of that. Oh, I, I watched, yeah, I watched a few seasons of that. Mm-hmm, yeah, like but I yeah, I feel like I always get to a point where I'm like, eh, I'm over it. Yeah. It doesn't keep me. You. Someone else said he said um Going back to the series, he said he saw saw the series on TV it was pretty good. Saw this saw the series on TV, and he ended up buying it because it was so good. Which I did watch. Like with me, I watched um, and I watched some of the first season of it, and I did really, really. I actually loved it. I just I don't know what happened why I stopped watching. I think I just honestly got busy. Like I really think I just got yeah, busy. Yeah. But it's one of those things I would definitely because I know it's on Netflix. I would definitely go back and watch it. Other shows that I want to do, speaking of shows, just because somebody did mention it, <laughs> The Flash, like the Arrowverse. There's I think, oh, that's a lot of there's, commitment right there. I don't, I don't necessarily mean the – we don't even have to do like the full season. Just discuss the shows and maybe 
watch the seasons, kind of get them down. But maybe some for some shows, just kind of discuss the shows as a whole, not necessarily discussing season by season by season by season. Mm. What will happen? Yeah, I, I think you know. I, I know that DC is planning to have a whole bunch of shows. I think there's supposed to be a Gotham like cop show coming out. Uh, there's supposed to be on HBO Max a bunch of stuff. Um, I feel like those would be a good avenue if we want to I mean, go with uh, the show. You know, new I think stuff. HBO Max started airing Doom Patrol, which I've never seen, but people seem to be uh, start getting into. Even people though it's love like, Doom Patrol, I've even though it's getting into like season two or three or something like that. But speaking of just the DC television shows. Um, this isn't is reminded me Keaton is coming back, of course, as Bruce Wayne, but in the DC movie universe with the Flash movie coming out in 2022. Uh, the Flash yes. point, right? Yeah. Yes. The I think Flash we need point. to circle back to this movie. We'll get back. Uh, we can talk offline about uh, Gotham and, you know, future episodes and stuff like that. Okay. But, real quick. I'm sorry, Chris, but I'm pouring another beer. This one is uh, New Wave. It says Blue Lemonade, but they got the blue crossed out. Another cool art. I like it. Oh, yeah, that's very cool. Nice. I'm not, I'm not gonna go get my nickel for these two bottles because the art is too cool. Where'd you get this at the uh, Broadway store? No, um, no, no, no. The uh, what is it called, Chris? Uptown. Uptown beverage. Uptown beverage. Also, oh. I have across the street from um, Price Shopper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right. Yeah, man. They got a they got a good selection. You can order stuff online. Oh wow. Like okay. Oh yeah, they have an amazing selection. Like amazing selection you can get it in singles like that well for those those are all singles you can get a lot of stuff in singles or in cases so you don't have to buy like a case or whatever if you want to try certain alcohols for example certain beers they pretty much have damn near everything there as a single so you can kind of they do maybe we can get them to sponsor the show that'd be great shout out to uptown beverage uptown beverage or one of those lovely beverages that you know are carried it's popcorn and pints Fucking, I don't know any popcorn hey. things, but pints, there's all kinds of beer. <laughs> Maybe I'll sign on if you make you a jingle for them. Instead of Uptown Girl, you go Uptown Beverage song. Yes, you can pass <laughs> in alcohol or cash. I mean, uh, we'd rather have the cash. But if you're going to sponsor us and you want us to show your little drinks off and shit, you got to give it to us all for free. And we got some money. Wow. All right. All right. Now that now that we've hoard ourselves out a little bit, let's get yeah. back to the movie. <laughs> I uh watching this, one of the thoughts I had about Danny DeVito was I think him playing the penguin and him playing Frank on It's Always Sunny are basically the same character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, by the way, Penguin, I didn't realize this when I was younger, but there is some dirty jokes in this. Oh, there's oh some- yeah, there was. I was, was yeah. so when 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 Catwoman shows up, like, oh yeah, you're just the pussy I was looking for. Yeah, <laughs> I was dying. I'm like, I was dying. I'm like, did I just hear that right? Yeah. yeah. yeah he's like, I want to fill her void. And I was yeah. like, wow. I was like, damn. They they <laughs> definitely felt the success of I think the first one and then you know tried to throw in at least a couple edgier stuff. Yeah. yeah, but like you know, again, like you were saying, Chris, like they gave they gave uh, Tim Burton full reign, and you know, I gave sort of the anecdotal example of when I was a kid, and my parents were like, "That's too dark for you. We're not going to let yeah. you see it." This had an impact. All the weird jokes, all the really dark stuff, all the really creepy, weird stuff of like, yeah, yeah we're going to have the villain steal babies. Uh, it hurt. It hurt the uh, the box office of this film in comparison to the first. Yeah, but uh, I mean, at the same time, it was still successful. People will point to this as the even the more sec- better of the two movies Keaton was in. 
uh, I, even though I think the first one made more money, but yeah. it, ha- it, it had the same criticisms that, yeah, this is a good film, but they were, you know, the critics were like, it's a little dark. Yeah. Yeah. This is, he turned the darkness up though. <laughs> like, like, this but is I, like, again, I, you're putting Tim Burton in like a already darkly set type thing. What did you expect? Yeah. See, I'd rather yeah. have it this way than what they did with three and four though. Well, happened. three and four is a total disaster. Yeah. 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 By the way, uh, I th- they I mean they tossed around a lot of names for Catwoman. Nicole Kidman being one of them. I think she, she played a big role in the third one, right? I yeah. Think it was like a doctor or something like she's that. Basically, the Bond. You know, like like it's like the Batman stuff is really an analog for James Bond. Like, there's Poison always a. Who did she play? Poison Ivy. No, she's just a she's just a girlfriend. She's some she's kind of doctor. Oh, right? oh she's yeah. just a doctor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's just the love interest who gets. And. Know, uh, the original Penguin, I think the studio wanted to go with, or the name that be, was being tossed around was Dustin Hoffman, and he turned it down. Mm. I'm glad you're like, that's a big mistake. You're like, Batman, that's another thing I was saying. Keen, like, I see Aaron Point, he could have just kept going with all the movies just for the ride because they get so popular. The Batman is like a popular franchise. He could just be getting paid like, more and more every movie he could have still get yeah. royalties for like if he was in three and four because i'm he, sure they're still getting checks but. he knew it was like he knew the train was going off the station yeah. you know it was yeah, derailing he, yeah he if he was signing those contracts contracts it was strictly for a paycheck yeah. and not uh any kind of artist fulfillment as i would call it probably he was unhappy with the way it was going yeah uh i'm trying to remember what he did after batman was his next main role? I totally. He kind of he kind of went into the wilderness for a little bit. <laughs> he went to the wilderness. <laughs> not for real. Like there's there's not a lot that like comes to my mind is like a big because he's never. I don't know if he's been nominated for Oscars or any kind of big yeah. awards. He's kind of just been a journeyman. I hope it wasn't that uh, cheesy horror movie Jack Frost. Was that him, Aaron? That's a that's an Aaron kind of movie, right? Was that the, did he, he play Jack Frost, right? I think he was in no, 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 no. I'm not sure who played the because there was a horror movie one and there was like a kitty version one. If anything, he might have been in the kitty version one, but he wasn't in the horror one, which I didn't. Who's the horror he one? was he was in the kitty one. one. Yeah, 1998. He was in the kitty one. Jack oh, okay. Frost. Okay. So I had that in my head. I had Jack Frost in my head. Somewhere. That's what he did. He played a snowman. That's what he did after oh. Batman. He played a snowman. Yeah. Oh, there what, go. That's what the horror one was too. Was the snowman. Yeah, it was. It was a cheesy horror movie. Really, Yo, this was in there. This fucking great acting crazy. skills. <laughs> Jack Frost from nineteen ninety eight had a budget of eighty five million. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. did any of us see that movie? That's a... <laughs> My holy shit! How much did he get paid for that movie? I bet he got paid a lot. Jeez. Riding that Batman hype train. Yep. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, when I watched the movie, I was like, that's what I was talking about last week. Oh, the car split into the one single yes. rocket yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember you saying that. That was cool. It was a motorcycle. It wasn't a motorcycle. I was like, I knew there was a scene that does that. Yeah, you're right. That, and that's totally like what they do in like Batman um, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Where it splits into a pod. Yeah. <laughs> the tank the tank one. Uh, yeah, I, I totally forgotten that it did that. I totally yeah. forgot that it did that. That was super cool seeing it like uh, we lost Chris. Where you go? I'm getting him back right now. You booted him? Come on, bro. No, I don't know what the hell happened. I think he uh was playing with his nipples again. Got banned. By, it, it happens, man. You just get 
computer glitches, you get kicked out, it can be anything. That's technology, people. This is technology. Is technology Go to keep rolling, though. And we got another question in. I'm yeah. just waiting for Chris to answer the to answer this question. It's from Kelvin. And uh, it's a great question. It's a funny fucking question. Kelvin, you're my guy. You're my amigo. Fuck you, though, for this one. <laughs> you guys know. All I'm going to say is it has to do with Nicholas fucking Cage. Oh, shit. Okay, right. what's he comment on? Is it Facebook? Yeah. I don't see that one. It, see, I have it. I have originally, okay, so I originally posted it in the Z Network, and I also shared it on my page. Oh, okay. I see, because I see I'm making a different one. I'm not sure, though. The restream thing is acting kind of weird for me tonight, too. So, yeah. Hey, at least it's not me this time. I fixed my problem. I used to cut out all the time doing the podcast. No, like, no. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny. You know, was, you know what was funny, though? is The movie you cut out for was... um. Oh, it was the, it was the online one where they were doing the virtual... If they were using Zoom. Zoom in the movie, too. Zoom. I got kicked out. And I came. I didn't say that. I was like, oh, I went missing like that one chick. <laughs> what was the movie called? I forgot what the movie was called, yo. It was, um... Oh, shit. It was a Netflix... Wasn't it on Netflix? No, Shudder. Shudder. Oh, it was a Shudder movie, you're right. It was like a whole bunch of Zoom... They did a like a movie. Oh, the Zoom so, horror movie, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. heard about that. Mm-hmm. Was Zoom, it wasn't the, that. The Zoom seance movie, yeah. Everybody, anybody that's watching this, what is that movie on on um, Shutter where it's, they're having like a Zoom conversation, and there it's Caucasians, of course, doing a seance. <laughs> <laughs> what move? What what that movie called? Because the movie it was okay. It wasn't bad. It was a fun movie at that. No, it, it, was, it was decent. I liked you, it. You know what bothered me? I mean, I'm just going to discuss this until we get Chris back. If we get Chris back, I hope we get Chris back. Chris, come back to us. Come oh, he, back oh to Aaron, us. he corrected you. It's not It's not Nick Cage. It's Jack Nicholson. Wow. He said Nick Cage earlier. No, I, I see it. That's why I got confused. No, he said Jack Nicholson. Unf- no, no, no. That, no, it's it's... Unfriended is oh there you go oh yeah no that's something different that wasn't it but it's not it's not unfriended though it's no, like it's not. I feel like it's a simpler name than that yeah zoom <laughs> no I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no I forgot what it was too it is a simple name though oh fuck what is the name of this movie that's gonna be oh uh, it's called host host Thank there you. you go there you go Thank that's you. it. The, the one that actually uses phone to Google. Us lazy asses sitting here just thinking, look, staring at the phone, not using it. Listen, no, listen. What's the movie called? Yeah, <laughs> what is it called? I don't know. We know what we're doing. Like, Chris and Ibrahim are like the responsible ones. They take notes. They look shit up. Yo, I got Alexa right next to me. I could have just asked that stupid yeah. bitch. I'm the hey, lo- Alexa. I'm the most the irresponsible. James, you're like right after. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there goes Chris. He put hopes in there too. Oh, Chris, still no Chris. What's going the other on? Chris? All right, I'm gonna ask the question. How would you guys have felt if there was a twist where somehow Nicholson returned as a Joker and Batman returns? That would have been interesting. You know, uh, I think when that Batman came out, when they did the laughing box and everything at the end with the you know the chattering uh, uh, the voice box. Yeah. When they when I heard bat uh, the second Batman was coming, I really thought he survived somehow and he was gonna come back in it until I found out it was a whole different villains. Um I wouldn't mind. 
I, I like the Joker character. Like, I never expected him to die in the first one because in, through all the comics and everything, Joker is all his main rival, is alive through the whole thing, escapes and yeah. just torments Gotham. So he, I, I honestly wouldn't mind. I feel like he's Batman's number one, like... Oh, he's definitely his villain. number one. It is, number one. Yeah, it's his number yeah. one rival. And uh, it, it's and I know I know some people might say, "Oh, Aaron, you're so fucking corny for saying this." Or it's typical, but I think he's my favorite villain of like, but not just in Batman across the board. Oh, best villain! I of, think he's my, maybe not necessarily the best, but he's my favorite because he's so fucking crazy and psychotic. Like he really doesn't give a shit. He just wants to really, really fuck with Batman. Yeah, and he knows Batman won't go to that extra point to where he would kill him. Because, well, he did it in the first movie. You know what I mean? So it's just like you like him more than Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I just think because uh, the comedic I, side, it's just I like uh, Thanos is just a tyrant. Mm -hmm. Does it end all basically? And um, Thanos is just one of those guys, like just can't beat. He was like overpowered. Yeah, he's just. I, I feel like me personally now. Call me crazy. I feel like Joker is somebody that Batman kind of loves and hates. I feel like Joker is somebody that Batman wishes he could save and destroy all at the same time. And saving him may be destroying him. Destroying him may be saving him. I know that sounds crazy. No, there's a there's a in the comics there's like all the different versions. There's a lot of theories. About the Batman and Joker relationships. What do you guys think about real, really quick? Going back to Batman one, the first one, real quick, just because we're again we're waiting for Chris. We're gonna get back. To, we're still gonna talk about this one, but because I don't remember what we said about it last week. What do you guys think about Joker being the Trigger Man, killing his parents? Oh, okay. Yeah, we did talk about this. That's when I mentioned the comics. It wasn't even him. It was some like Joe something. Joe Chill. Yeah, yeah, but um, it would make more sense because it would feed off the rival. Like you're the one who killed my parents, but but then it would have made him snap and kill them. I think he would have ended it right there if it was really him. I, I think that's what he was looking for. It's basically in his mind he was looking for the ones who killed his parents. See, I I have a couple things with that. I mean, I know my my thing with this is okay. So Joker does this. Joker has to be in that. I mean, you don't know how old he is when he kills his parents, but I'm guessing at least in his 20s. Batman's a little kid. How old is Batman when his I think it was 10, 10, 10 to 12. I want to say 10 for some reason. Okay. So I think, yeah, I think he was like 10 years I don't old. Know. Then again, we don't know how far in the future they go. If they go 10 years, 20 and 30 is not really that, that old. Yeah. Because I was going to say, wouldn't Joker be kind of, say if Batman's about 30, Joker, I mean, 40 is not old. But it's just I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard. So that was something that kind of came into play in the they did the Joker solo movie with uh, what's his name playing um, Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix playing him. Alan, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, his his family they were some weird people. Like the parents, <laughs> they're part of a cult. Really? For real. <laughs> Yeah. Right. yeah, they were part of a Christian cult. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, because in that movie, the, 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 the Joker character is way older. 
It's way yeah. older. Um, and I feel like in the comics, basically what they've done now with Joker is like they he's not really he's a he's a person, but they don't treat him as a person. They treat him as almost like an entity that's just yeah. Batman showed up and then Joker showed up and then he can't die and he just constantly torments people. It's yeah. like the only way for him to ever really go away is if Batman went away. Yeah. So you know, I think it, it it's fine and it works because like. I don't really think of Joker as like a human where it's like, oh yeah, well he aged and now he's 60. It's like, no, he's just a dude who goes around and he just, he's, he's plotting. He's always plotting how he can do some crazy thing. That's going to make Batman go, go insane and see the world the way that he sees the world. That's like his, his purpose in life. Here's a mind. Um, blown. Batman is also the Joker. Dun, dun. That would be great. <laughs> I heard some, I heard some really crazy. So like back in the day, like back, Back in the like when IMDb had forums, there'd be all these weird people posting all these theories. Like one of the coolest, craziest theories I heard was like uh, it was something similar to that, but it, it had to do basically. They said like uh, in in the Batman Nolan movies that Rachel was also going to be like Two Face or something like that because she got all the chemicals sprayed on her, oh. and so then she would have gone crazy and became Two Face or something or become a villain, some kind of a villain. Uh, so yeah, you could say that. Yeah, Batman goes crazy because he got that the um, what do they call that the scar the scarecrow. Oh, his gas. Yeah, his the, the fear gas, and then he just made him go. By nuts. the way, that's an underrated character. I think Scarecrow was a really good uh, villain, and even in the cartoons, I always I think. Him. I think the cartoons are just so. I think he's so much better, honestly, than yeah. what they've done in any live action. Just yep. the way he looked, because he looked. Like a weird skinny scarecrow kind of yeah. dude. Like in the live action, they kind of just made him look just like a dude with a weird kind of mask. Yeah, he does. Psychiatrist, he just puts it on just to scare the people really quick. But in the cartoons, he did way more than that. Yeah, in the cartoons, he did way more. And he's, he's, I, I, I remember they put him in some like legitimately. I remember one, there was one story arc in the cartoon where his plan was there was like a basically like the Gotham football team or like, yep, the Gotham, I remember that. Yep. You remember that? That was a great yeah, episode where he was, was gonna pour gas on them and have them all go insane. Yeah, and they had to stop him. And he he was that was one of the ones I really remember the story arcs about him. Basically, he was doing a terrorist attack on a, a major football game. Yeah, like the stadium was huge. Yeah, it was basically like the Super Bowl in Gotham. Yeah, it was like the Gotham Super Bowl, and then, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, it was like the the Super Bowl in Gotham, and like the Gotham football team was playing in the Super Bowl, and he was gonna gas everybody. I remember that. that was, I liked that episode. Yeah, yeah, I, like that that, episode. Yeah, he, I liked it. He was a good character. But I, I remember. Back. Yo, welcome back, Chris. I mean, <laughs> I'm using my phone because I don't know what's going on with my internet. Yeah, dude, you uh, just like you were gone, Gonzo. Did you try to? Uh, I'm gonna be it. Did you unplug your router and plug it back in? That's what I'm waiting on. It takes way too long, man. It does take a while. I know. I've been there. But that's the first thing they do if you call them. They're like, can you unplug your router and plug it back in? I'm like, how about I just choke you with the cord? <laughs> so, Chris, I read the question wrong because I'm high. But that sounds right. Was, how would you feel, which we answered it. We all pretty much were cool with it, I believe. Ibrahim, actually, Ibrahim, I don't know if you answered this or not. How would you feel if um, the Joker came back? Right? Joker was in Batman Returns. Jack Nicholson's Joker was in Batman Returns. It would it would be kind of interesting because well they would have to like I'd be like okay you gotta you gotta explain to me how this dude fell off a fucking building and lived. Five. Why are you gonna question that? There's a girl that fell out the window. And <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but then I saw a cat put yeah. its tongue in her mouth, so that totally explains it for me. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. I would be. It would be cool to see him come back because yeah. he's, you know, it's the, it's the Joker. Like, I always yeah. want to see more Joker. Yeah. It it sucked that he died. It would have been great to see Heath Ledger play the Joker in the third of oh. the Nolan trilogy. Oh yeah. Have him be at Blackgate Prison. I saw this great. Just as a quick aside, I saw this great. Um, think someone like they basically created like a storyboard of like how to explain like why the joker just doesn't appear at all and they had this scene where like you see uh all the prisoners get let let out of Blackgate, and then the joker is like right there and he's like excited but then his his thing doesn't open it's still locked and he's just stuck there and he's sad <laughs> he's just stuck there and sad. Yeah, he's, he's stuck. And so, so all these other people are going marauding destroying <laughs> gotham and he's like oh i'm stuck here <laughs> but that was funny I don't know. I don't think he needed to be in it, but a sign that he was alive would have been cool. Okay. I see. Like somehow they gave a hint, like Joe, like the, on the newspaper, like on a desk of the police station. Yeah. Some, uh, I don't think he, I'm, I'm fine with him not being in it. That was fine. I, but if they had thrown in some kind of hint that he was still around, I think that would have been good. But again, I think they were sort of going to set up for like a two face type villain going into like a third movie which never happened in maybe a planned trilogy i mean they went into batman forever but i think uh that was certainly not what they would have set up these feel like whenever we talk about batman forever like these films had a lot of stuff going on and again like i talked a little bit about it so the guy was it john peters or whatever this this nutty ass guy who's the producer there was a lot of problems with these films and it's kind of a miracle that they're worked out and they were good because, you know, you got a director who doesn't really want to do these films. The producer is completely insane, completely insane. He's, he's nuts. Um, and the actor like who plays the lead is not really in love with the material, but somehow it all came together and worked. And so, you know, there's just, that's why there's all this kind of grab bag of stuff. Like they're going to have Robin, they're going to have Two-Face, they're going to have this, they're going to have that. But then a lot of things kind of fell through. Oh, and also Kelvin right here just said that uh, how you guys feel about Selena survived, Catwoman survived, but she didn't come back in Batman Forever. Why hey, si side note, Aaron, that scene you have behind you of Catwoman staring at the bat signal at the end, that's not actually Michelle Pfeiffer. That was her stunt double. <laughs> she's like i got paid i'm done you can add that in after oh yeah 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 <laughs> well, the, I, that was added in in like the post editing stuff whether when they were still just trying to decide whether or not they wanted to say if she was actually still alive or not okay it, that's well i mean you you know that she has one life left like if you yeah she says it maybe she retired <laughs> she's like i'm not risking my last life i, I killed who i wanted to kill i was done yeah to answer Kelvin's question, um, honestly, I feel the biggest reason why I, I'm disappointed, but I feel like the reason why is they just fucked up. Like they really just fucked up with the next two movies. <laughs> I think if Tim Burton had control of those next two movies, it's they're gonna be amazing because Tim Burton doing Mr. Freeze, Tim Burton maybe possibly doing another Catwoman. Maybe Penguin, because did Penguin die? The Peng he died. Penguin they, dragged they, they dragged him in the water. Penguin died, yeah. Um, Actually, I got some all, all kinds of fun notes about the Penguins, but continue your thought. But basically, she could have worked in Batman Forever. I just, 
I mean, or just the point. Who was in Batman Forever? Was it Poison Ivy? And I don't even fucking Bane and Freeze, right? No, I think I don't. Or was that the one after that? Wow, I messed him up, man. Batman Forever is Two Face and oh yeah, Riddler. Two Face and Riddler. That's right. With Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane was the yeah Robin. Yeah, and and Riddler was uh yeah Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones was Two Face. That's right. Good actors, bad bad. Bad movie, bad performance. Thing is, I think the movies they're trying to get like out of the comics. They're trying to fit every villain, yeah, out of the comics in these movies. They're like, there's so many villains. Let's try to add them all, yeah, just in case it bombs and we don't make a new one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think about that. So they they wouldn't put Catwoman back in it. So I uh, I think it was a sign of the times. They didn't know how to plan. Kind of for like a trilogy, maybe even four movies at the time. Obviously, if you're taking on a character like Batman, you got a lot of material to pull from. Yeah. Yes. And there's even darker stuff out there. Oh, yeah. In the comics, there is dark, like dark DC type stuff. Like they could have like, there's like vampire Batman. Yeah. Zombie Batman. That's one thing people are saying. They're hoping that Marvel brings the zombie. Yeah, zombie. Yeah, where um, where Logan's the only person left. Yeah, yeah that would be, I, I would watch it. That'd be insane. I think that'd be a crazy ass zombie movie. <laughs> but but yeah, there's so many theories out there. It's like you can pull any story arc with Batman, and you could probably make it work. Like you said, like Bat. If they made a Batman Beyond, I would watch it just to check it out because it'll be futuristic. So yeah, and they'll have Michael Keaton as Batman training them. I think it'll be pretty cool. And by the way, Joker comes back in that. He does. I, yeah. said, uh, real quick, he said, "I feel that if Burton did Bane, it would have it would have been an Edward Scissorhands style story." <laughs> times ten. <laughs> times ten. That's That's you know, if they made another movie right now and they put Bane in it, like they made like the the cheesy, bulky steroid one, you know who'd be a good person from to be him? I want Batista. Okay, you have Batista. I'm thinking the big giant monster dude from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, the mountain. Get the mountain. What <laughs> you should do is like it's a guy, right? It's like a guy that looks like me or you, yeah. and then like he puts on a mask, and then he becomes the mountain. Yeah, that would be insane because that dude is huge. <laughs> that dude is massive. Or Brock Lesnar. I don't. Ever Brock Lesnar is a big dude. But not muscle like uh, the mountain. The mountain is just bulk. He's huge. <laughs> He's, man, he holds world records for like deadlifts and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, he's just a crazy dude. That would be a that'd be crazy as him as Bane. No, but if if you want to talk about the penguins, uh, I found oh, yeah. some hilarious stuff on them. Like uh, for one thing, that scene where after the penguin dies and those emperor penguins are kind of yeah. like. Paul Bears dragging his body into the water. Those are actually vertically challenged people dressed as penguins. Those aren't real penguins. <laughs> oh, I, I, I hope so because they don't look like real penguins. Hang on, hang on. What do you mean by vertically challenged? Do you mean they can't get a boner? Do they need Blue Chew? Not a sponsor. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Hey. We can be. We have no shame in our game. I was going to, you know, little people dressed as penguins. Children. Got it. No, uh, not children. No. Uh, Adult little people. Your your yeah. cousin's your cousin's favorite. Uh, no, my brother. My brother. Your brother. Your brothers. I'm sorry. My correction. Dwarfs. Yes. Uh, yes. 
elves. Yeah, you, you could tell. You could tell they had a lot of like they had some real penguins and then a lot of either fake ones or like you said, people in a suit. If you look really but, uh, closely, the penguins didn't even touch him. They were just walking aside and he all magically starts sliding. The, I'm like, penguins, I'm like, yeah. yeah, penguins are fucking adorable, but I, I think they were getting like a lot of animal rights. Uh, Issues and letters oh, yeah. and stuff. Once they started strapping rockets to them, yeah. <laughs> Yo, this day and age, like that, yeah, you, you'll see people losing their mind right now. These animal rights motherfuckers are the reason why my dog doesn't have a job. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't have a job that you you take the money like, from your thing dog? Catwoman. If a cat no, but out with a girl right now in this day in movies, oh man, these. Pe- like these penguins, they had refrigerated trailers. They had their own swimming pool, half a ton of ice each day. They had fresh fr- fr- fish delivered daily from the docks. And I think they even kept the set, like uh, the air conditioning on. So the set was cool to like 35 degrees or 40 degrees or something like that, even though it was 100 degrees out. These penguins were well, <laughs> well yeah. taken care of. See, that's the thing. People like, jump, jump to like uh, assumptions and everything. They think they're, everything's mistreated. But like you, they, people take care of you know the animals in movies. Like, yeah, I mean penguins, it, it, they know they need cold. They're not gonna sit there like, yo, I don't care. Let's have the penguins, and t- the next day they're dead, and they just sweep yeah. them into a sewer or something. <laughs> like, I mean, a penguin's not cheap, dude. No, they're not you cheap. Know? I'm saying, right? like, I, like, I don't know how much the budget was that part getting all those penguins for the movie. The penguin budget it was probably a lot. <laughs> they had a trailer, like you were saying. Chris was saying he's got a trailer. They get ice. They get fresh yeah. fish. From a, that's, that's not, that, was, that was most of their budget. Yeah, they, that's why the Catwoman one was in it. They're like, no, we need the Penguin. Sorry, we can't afford we can't afford Catwoman in this. Yeah, one. but I mean, I understand because, like, you know, the the thing that comes to my mind always is uh, like the Apocalypse Now scene where, in real life, they found this tribe and the tribe wanted you know compensation, so they gave them a cow. And then, you know, Coppola's wife was like, oh, by the way, you know, they're going to kill the cow. Oh, really? Let's film it. <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah, and so they literally filmed this tribe, an actual indigenous tribe in the Philippines or wherever, hacking up a cow. Just like, hack. Like, 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 you know, that can never happen today. No, no, no. Um, So, but it can't happen because these PETA, like, organizations are so militant. They're so hardcore. That if they whiff anything, like if you have a dog, like I remember there was a movie recently, it was probably like three or four years ago where they had this scene where a dog was like, the dog like got underwater and was drowning. And so then in the, in the movie, they were drowning the dog and some footage got out and it, it like, dude, it was like, it was like, it was like you murdered kids. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. That was a discussion in a lot of movies. People care about the animals more than like a baby will get hit by a truck. They're like, oh, but they see like a dog die. They're like, I'm turning this shit off. Dude, John Wick. The whole the whole John Wick franchise is started because they kill his puppy and he kills like five thousand people. Dude, like, yeah. yeah. And I I take yeah, yeah, I take offense to that because I had two beagles myself. So yeah, animal cruelty is a thing. And <laughs> it's a very serious thing. Yeah, it is a serious thing. It is. But it, it's like, even in movies, listen, listen. Here's here's my thing. This is across the board. Leave the animals alone and leave the muscle cars alone. Everybody else is fair game. The muscle cars. You know how many cars, like in uh, certain, I forgot what movie is. They destroyed like cars that worth so much money today. It's like those old old muscle cars. Oh, like Death Proof. 
Yeah, they yeah, just that's, that, that's one that I almost cried on because I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, these beautiful, gorgeous muscle cars. I don't yeah. care about the people. I don't even care. I mean, I'm not gonna even say all cars matter because they don't. If it's a fucking Pinto or some bullshit that I don't like, no offense if you're a fan of a Pinto, I'm not gonna mourn over that. But if you're gonna mess up a muscle car, I'm crying inside. I'm crying inside. My body's in pain. Yeah, they they killed a lot of those cars. And then he he's supposedly he uh, Quentin Tarantino kept like a called it a Frankenstein car. Like they took the parts of what was left of like three cars and then made one car and then he just kept it. Oh, hey. that's why his dad never loved him. Yeah, don't mind me if you see me moving around. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with my internet. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Keep your nipples to yourself, Chris. I hope I hope you fix it, man. That sucks. I've been there though. Yeah, it's a perfect time for it to, you know, crap out on me. Yep. I mean, been you there. got your phone. This is still fun. It's still entertaining. People, you get to see what happens when technology fails us, but Chris is so committed to the show that he wanted to come back on and boom. Use the phone, well, man. Yeah. He's on the mobile iPhone Zoom. Like that's yeah. commitment. This is, I'd be well, I mean, I'm drunk, but I'd be asleep if it wasn't for this. <laughs> I mean, all right, because it's a Batman movie. How does everybody feel about, speaking of muscle cars, this is Kelvin again, shout out to Kelvin. How does everybody feel about, um, for the new Batman movie, not only is Chris's favorite actor going to be in there, but how do you guys feel about the muscle car being the Batmobile? Yeah, we talked about this last. Uh, oh, Robert Pattinson? Uh, yep. Yeah, we talked about this last week, too. Um, they're trying, like, uh, my opinion is they're trying to bring back, like, how the original old-school 60s Batman yes. car the is. They're just using a normal car and says some futuristic, like, uh, yeah, no car, this car don't exist type thing. He built it itself, but they're using, like, a regular muscle car type thing. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I'm in the middle. I'll say this. I love muscle cars, and I know how the first one was pretty much a muscle car. But, like, I'll go back to the animated series. The animated series car is, like, my favorite one, followed by Batman 1 and 2, Batman and Batman Returns. I just feel they should have kept... I feel they should have went with that concept, but I'm not mad at the muscle car either. I Honestly, I, I didn't see it yet. I, I think... I um, in the back of it, I think. It's a Mustang, I believe. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, I think, for me, real quick, going to, like, the, the Ninja Turtles movies, the last three, that, the last two that came out, sorry... When I first seen the look of them, I didn't like it. When I watched the movie, I loved it because the movie fit the look. So the attitude of the movie and like what happens in that movie has to fit the look of the car, if that makes sense. If it does, like that can make that for me, that can not necessarily make or break the movie, but make that can make or break the Batmobile. If it doesn't fit like the attitude of the movie. And I know people see it. I know for some people it might sound weird because it's a car. Versus like a person or like an attitude. But for me, I'm a car guy, which I know a lot of people are. A car is like an attitude. A car is just like that feel. You know what I mean? Like a car has that importance in a movie to where it can make or break a scene. It can make a scene very powerful. Again, let's go with uh, the Batmobile. If that was a fucking Ford Escort. You're not going to have the same feeling. Oh, shit. Versus how the Batmobile looks. It's a taxi cab. Like, Bambi just got out of a taxi. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. Even if it has all those cool weaponry, it's not going to be the same. I'll yeah. even say if you go with, like, a fucking um, a tank, like, with the Christian Bale Batman, it's yeah. kind of more of a tankish. 
I didn't like tank. that. I did not like that because it was it was a fucking tank to me. It wasn't the Batmobile. It was just a fucking. It was cool, but it wasn't. It didn't amaze me. Like yeah. I feel they should have went with the Batmobile look from Batman Returns slash cartoon. Maybe even more futuristic, more up to date, but not a fucking tank. And <laughs> there, as great as the movie was which I thought those were amazing movies, which we will get to those, and I will tell you how we feel and the ratings and all that shit. But that right there took away from those movies for me because of the way the vehicle looked. You know, I'm, I think I'm just going to put on a, uh, a video of my router until this fucker works again. All right, right. <laughs> so I, 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 feel like, I feel like it's really hard to get the Batmobile right because there's no Batmobile that's really like... Okay, so I'll tell you. There's one Batmobile that I really like, and it was the one from from uh, Batman Beyond. I think that's the best one. I really oh, do. Oh, you're talking about the flying one? The the car, the f- car that flies, because it looks cool, right? That and like, like what, one of the Star Wars ships, or something. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, it is. It is like a like the cruiser or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and, and <laughs> it's, it's just badass. like I'm not gonna lie, it's badass. And when he's in it, there's like the red you know, yep. glow is hitting him like that. That is the only one that I feel like for the, it, it fits the time. Yep. It, it, it looks cool. It does cool stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is this Batman's car. Yeah. Like it's the not other, just the top opening up. There's like a floor drops and he flies, yeah. out and flies. So you can jump out and fly. Yeah. yeah there's no, just, that is cool. It's cool. There's so much about that. That just like all works for me, but like all the other ones, I feel like there's something a little bit off, you know, the Batman begins ones are like, it's a tank. Yep. It's not. It makes sense for what they're trying to do. It's realistic, but it doesn't give me that. Like, yep. I don't want to see Batman ride a tank. I want to see him ride a fucking car that's like souped out, and it's like it says Batman. You know, just. Yeah. And I think I think the ones from this, I think they work for their time. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, in the '60s one, that one was kind of fun and campy, but it was still cool. Like but yeah, I more futuristic car they had back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so to talk about the the one from uh, the new movie, does the top I'm, open up, or did they get out like a regular car? Does the door pop up? Oh, the new one. Yeah, the newer car. I didn't see it yet. I don't know how. Well, we the, we've seen two scenes. We see we see him like basically turn on and rev the engine, and then there's like there's literally like a a rocket at the back of it, and the rocket flares up. And then he's like trying to run Penguin off the road, and we kind of see his car a little bit. Um, so we haven't. I, I don't really know if we know okay. too much. I hope more he don't get out like opens a regular door. Yeah, Watch, like Lamborghini suicide doors or something. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I, I uh, so I so I don't know. For me, I'm kind of like I'm, oh, oh yeah, you don't. You're going to share the Batman Beyond. Yeah, that thing was badass, dude. I, I love that car. Yeah. I well, love that car. Want to call it? I guess it's a car. This goes into what I was talking about as far as like the attitude of the show or the movie. This fits the attitude and the mode of the show and the movie perfect. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? That like it works for it. Like this wouldn't this wouldn't work for the previous animated series, and it wouldn't work for any of the Batman movies unless they made a Batman Beyond movie. This was perfect for it. Because you still ha- kind of have, you kind of smallly, 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 you have bits and pieces from the from the first Batman movie, let's say, and cartoon shape of the car, kind of, sort of, like something from that car. <laughs> and it's like just upgraded. It's it's a newer generation, but it's still you still get that Batmobile feel, which I think is fucking awesome. 
Yeah. Also, I love the way it moves. Like yeah. when you see it move in the show, it's like it just—it's so um, like it glides. Yeah, it's just the movement is so different uh, than all the other Batmobiles. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 a little weary. I just feel like they've no one's ever really figured out yet has figured out the Batmobile. Like it's it's yeah. kind of a hard kind of hard problem to solve. Um, and I remember like actually hearing like I think it was Nolan like went to some people, some big ass european company and asked them to make a batmobile and it, it was just trash mm. so then he went with the tank uh so it's hard it's a, i think it's a hard thing to figure out because yeah. aaron like you said it's got to fit the mood it's got to fit the character it's got to make sense it's got to like you know elevate what the character is like mm-hmm. did they get it's the not airplane. easy they get the airplane in the boat right because it do. has like it's like the shape of the bat like oh the yeah car, i love the car don't look like a bat at all yeah <laughs> It's got it's kind of got those like yeah, wings it. or whatever. Yeah, a, that's it. Basically, oh, like the bat wings. Yeah. Which Kelvin, I'm gonna get to your next thing in the, your next comment slash question in a second. But with what you just said, James, with um the car and the boat and the plane, the car really wouldn't move. I mean, I guess you can go to the animated car because it was kind of shaped like a bat, kind of. But the car wouldn't move as well as aerodynamic if it's shaped like because it's gonna be wider. You know what I mean? No, I, no, I get what you're saying. It's just like I'm saying they like pinpoint. Like even his uh signal, his airplane was basically the same yes. thing because he did the moon. He flew up and just sat there for a second, then yeah. nosedived. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Speaking right. of which, since you've mentioned the signal, I love the signal sound going back to real quick to Batman Beyond and Kelvin answer your question right after this. I'm gonna ask it and then we can answer. But I love the I know you know what I'm talking about, Ibrahim. Like I can't really do the sound with my voice, but like I like that sound. And he has it like a self, like he has it on his hip, like a cell phone or a pager. Yeah. And he just goes and takes care of what he has to take care of. Now, real quick, Kelvin said, very uncommon question, but how would you guys feel if the um if the upcoming Batman film or a future film had the red sky like in the original cartoon, the original animated series, really giving it that dark Gotham feel? Oh, you're talking about like chemical fog? sky looking like it kind of looked like how california looks now i would love it because when i think of gotham city i think something that's real dark and gritty and just tough yeah and like a shitty place to be depending (laughs) on what part of the town you're in i mean that could be like a real life city but i'm saying like i think daredevil had that type of sky because hell's kitchen okay i had like a red tint i think i what i Remember, I think I, I forget, but I know you're talking about. It. it does make it seem like, um, like darker, like a tougher town. Yeah. So yeah, I see what they're saying about that. I wouldn't mind it. I I don't care if it had a red tint. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. How do people feel? This has kind of been a thing people have talked about bringing back. Like, so you remember, like at the beginning in like uh, the animated series, like there were those Zeppelin planes that were like search with the searchlights. Yeah, how do you guys feel about bringing those back in a movie? Hmm. Wouldn't be bad. I will. I, I guess no real comment. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's one of those like small things that I won't even pay attention to. Like if I see, I'll see them. I'm like, oh, okay, that was from the. Because like in this in this movie, um, Tim Burton is super heavy on the gar- gothic Art Deco. Yeah. architecture in this movie i mean there is so many art deco statues of a guy or whatever yeah. posing like, it is everywhere and like that for him 
Art Deco equals how he wants to present this Gotham City. Like, there's tons of that kind of architecture yeah. in this movie. Um, I think it's really cool. I uh, think it's because the name of the town, Gotham. So <laughs> he was like, I need to get stuff kind of gothic style, you know, dark looking gargoyle statues here and there. And I, uh, yo, that that's a really good fucking um I don't even know the fucking phrase. No, for the longest time I thought Gotham, they actually got it like a, it was a real city. Like when oh. I was younger. I was like, yo, I thought it was like like New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Gotham City? Oh. When I think Gotham City, I think New York or Chicago because the buildings and shit and the craziness. Yeah. But it's funny you say that because I've never fucking thought of that, James. That's that's amazing. And we can get back to Batman Returns. But as far as like here saying like, the Gotham and like the gothic look or whatever gothic, I never put two and two together with that. And it makes sense because Batman, he's the Cape Crusader. He's the Cape Crusader of he's the Dark Knight. That's at, yeah. he's that's at night. You know what I mean? And that that's that makes me love the bat this Batman movie, the first one, the cartoon and all that shit, and Batman as a character even more because in Gotham City more, this fictional city or is it nonfiction? I don't know. It's it's fiction. Thank yeah. you. It's fiction. Which confuses me. Why can't fiction just be fake and nonfiction be fuck it? <laughs> that doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> like okay, a- so like in Marvel. They they're from real cities. They're from New York and yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're using real cities. Yes, in in DC, they're using fake cities. Yeah. It's Metropolis is supposed to be New York. Well, Metropolis. I don't know where Metropolis. Metropolitan Metro like DC or some shit. Uh, yeah, and 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 Gotham is supposed to be New York. Makes sense. Um, but they just use a fake name for whatever yeah. reason. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't. Why didn't they just copy and just do real cities? I don't, you know, I don't know. I just think, well, like people didn't, you know, people thought that stuff was trash at the time. Like those cart, those uh, early, you know, thirties, um, yeah. the, the comic books, they thought it was trash and people were like, I don't want to be associated with, you, you know, know it, it might also be thing. Cause that's one thing Marvel does too. Cause if you watch a movie, cause you, all the comics, you add them up. How many superheroes are in New York city? Right, they like do all the Avenger. All, all these, all these all aliens are coming. You're like, hey, where's the X Men? They live there too. Where's yeah. the, why are they helping? Where's all these yeah. Other people? Yeah, it's it's a, they, I mean that's and they never really addressed that, right? Like yeah. in 2012, how old was Spider Man? Where was he? What was he yeah. doing? Exactly. Well, you got if I mean if you go by the DC rules and DC cartoons, there's different universe. Well, with all of them, there's different universes. There's different Earths. So I guess you can use kind of use that, but at the same time, you guys are correct because on the different Earths, there's like like say we'll use us four for example. I'll use us four for example. If there's Earth two, there's like another version of us. You know what I mean? Like Earth two, all four of us are fucking billionaires. Earth one, we're what we are now. We're amazing people, but we're broke ish. But you can't really use that because in DC they have the Justice League. They're all there in the same. No, but if you go, but if you go to Earth two, like for the Flash cartoon, or sorry, for the Flash the theory, stuff, the theories, on Earth two, he's not the he's Barry, he's Barry, but he's not the Flash. Yeah. So it's like on Earth two, I'm Sir Sturdy. I'm, I mean, I'm Aaron myself, but I'm not Sir Sturdy, aka Chocolate Batman, aka Chocolate. Whatever else I stuff. Black Superman or <laughs> Black Dragon. No, the be, Black Hawk. 
Coco <laughs> Dragon, Coco Iron, Iron Black, <laughs> Black Iron Man, the Black Iron. Man. Yeah, which, which listen, listen, people, before, Captain Black Man. <laughs> before you guys say it, hey, we're gonna get to Batman Returns right after this. Before you guys say, there's already a Black um, Iron Man. No, there's not because that's War Machine. War Machine is not Black Iron Man. Black Iron Man is Sir Sturdy. Just saying. Exactly. Back to Batman Returns. I feel I've said this before. Michael Keaton was the best Batman that I've ever seen play Batman on screen. Michelle Pfeiffer. I haven't seen the new Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer was an amazing Catwoman. I think she was the best one. But I will say, second best because I only seen the there's I only seen two Catwomen from the TV series. The young girl that played Catwoman as a girl from the Batman TV series. I think she did an amazing job as Batwoman. Bat or sorry, Catwoman slash Selena Kyle. Selena. And uh, I don't think anybody could play a better penguin than Danny DeVito. And I'll say the same thing about um, Tony Stark slash Iron Man slash uh, Robert Downey Jr. I've Those two roles, I feel like, were like, when they were born, it was like, you guys are playing these fucking roles when you're, when you're at this point in your lifetime and this point in your career, you're playing these fucking iconic roles. That's what threw me off, too. It, uh, let's go back to Gotham really quick. Isn't the penguin in it and he's just a skinny, normal dude? He's not normal, though. He Because, ha- like, he walks. With- he, he has, like, a limp and I don't know. He's oh, He don't have, like, no penguin features? He has a big-ass nose. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, like, in the co- in, in the comics, he's, he's more kind of like, he's a rich guy who's yeah. got some connections. Yeah, like like mafia style type. Yeah, thing. mafia style connection. So like his weird, the weirdness is is really kind of just a unique comic booky thing. But he's just a gangster, you know, yeah. just straight up gangster with money. Yes, gangbanger. They, they would have made the movie better too if they actually found his parents and he killed them, threw them over the bridge or something. Like they're like ninety, <laughs> they're really old. He's like, bitch, just knocks his mother. Yeah, over. it's old Pee Wee Herman, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. that's where he found out. He found out his dad's in jail for uh Yeah, for, for But what but that was a whole that was a weird thing, right? Because he yeah. was at a porn theater. Like, what do you think people do? Yeah, no, I know. It, it was so corny back in the day. <laughs> that was funny because that was a huge, huge controversy at the time. I think it's just because he was a celebrity, he was doing a kids TV show and all that stuff. Yeah. It's the kids TV thing. Like, but like, but my question is who was the guy who saw him in there? Like, Good who's point. the dude? Who's the dude who's looking over at him He'll jerking off? Him. He's like, I got, I got a source. He went. In the- <laughs> Some dude came in him. there and he was about to whack it, and then he looked to his left. Yeah, like, oh, that's Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Holy shit, that's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he went to and he went to some tablet and he sold it. He sold you it. know how he he didn't know it was Pee Wee Herman until after he uh he jagged like here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that is we're going in the wrong direction. No, no, we're not. I gotta I, I have to add on to that. <laughs> Next time you're doing the when you're you when you're releasing nah, that's all right. Nah, <laughs> I'm all right. I'll pass on that one. But, <laughs> I'm so. trying to help. I'm trying to give out like marital. Uh, damn, I'm out of coffee. Okay, we we I gotta pee, but we should get back to Batman Returns. All right, back to what Ibrahim said earlier. I did not forget this <laughs> Christmas movie. Yes, Christmas movie. This is a this Christmas movie. Is my favorite 
and I just realized this today. I told my wife this earlier. This is Home Alone for you. It beats Home Home Alone was my favorite Christmas movie for years because I never thought of this as a Christmas movie. This is hands down my favorite Christmas movie of all time. I think what about Die Hard? Oh yeah, Die Hard. There you go. Die Hard is a Christmas. I like movie. this better. I got to go back. Fuck you. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but this, this is this is like a hundred percent a Christmas movie though. Die Hard, I believe Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Like people have big arguments about that, but this is more a like the ending is so like on the nose about hey this is a Christmas movie, dude, yeah. and this is about Christmas morals and shit. Um, it's really it's a winter movie. It's a winter movie. A winter movie. This is the Christmas movie, Chris. This is a Christmas movie. They even said Merry Christmas in this movie, dude. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Time out. was not a Christmas movie. Don't That's where CPS that. should have been called. Don't. That was a child <laughs> neglect movie. <laughs> we got another question, by the way, guys. Yeah. Uh, it says, would you guys like to see them bring back Phantasm from the animated film in the future Batman film? Yes, 1,000%. Yeah, I would love to see them explore yeah. the Phantasm. Like, as, like what? Like, you know what? What would the phantasm look like in a movie, right? Like interpreting different characters, because the phantasm is actually really a mantle. Like when they get to what, um, what Bruce Tim basically what they showed in the in the um, cartoon series is that the phantasm is kind of just like the mantle of a person. And there was even a point where Barbara Gordon was going to be the phantasm to do a murder. Holy shit. Yeah, the Barbara Gordon was going to become the phantasm to kill the parents of um, the guy who became the Batman Beyond Batman. They're going to do that. Terry McGinnis. Yeah, Terry McGinnis. She was going to kill Terry McGinnis's parents as the phantasm to make him become Batman. That's but awesome. then she didn't do it, and his parents died anyway, and so it was kind of fate. So wow. yeah, I, I I did not know any of this. Damn, you got some knowledge, man. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like that's it's not that's from like the Justice League, I think, Unlimited or whatever they explore that great episode where they explore basically all of the 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 they bridge pretty much bridge batman like the whole the the first arc just like from batman all the way through justice league with with the uh, batman beyond and they kind of merge them together in, a, in an episode yeah so i would love to see the phantasm yeah that would be cool yeah i mean i gotta watch more of the animated films but the ones that I've seen from DC with the animated films are fucking amazing. And DC, really quick, here's my. Uh, hang on, let me let me let me get intimate with you guys really quick. Oh, <laughs> let me get Pee Wee Herman with you real quick. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's a bad warning. No, no, no. This isn't gonna be weird. DC, here's all I say to you guys. You know, this is smooth, sturdy right here. Talking to you as like a friend. Stop doing live action because you guys keep fucking it up. You guys are doing horrible. Aquaman was fucking garbage. Horrible casting, horrible CGI. Do animated films and do them how you guys do them because you gear you guys do the animated films geared towards people from our era, from you know what I mean? From the 80s era. 80s babies, 70 we can even say 70s to 80s babies. So it's like 30 30 year olds and up. That age group, we respect that. We appreciate that. We fucking love it because you guys go above and beyond with the anime series. Not only does it look amazing, but you guys make it with the like dark, and we love it. 
You guys do horrible with the movies nowadays. You guys do fucking terrible with the live action movies. As a matter of fact, DC, I'm going to say this right now, and I could be wrong. The only movies that I like are the Batman ones, and that's the first two and the fucking um, Bale ones. That's it. I I had fun with Daredevil. But that's not DC, bro. That's oh, Marvel, you're man. right. That's Marvel. <laughs> Daredevil was okay. I'll put it to you like this Daredevil was like, you, I think what you meant is you like Batflick, right? That's what you're trying to say. No, I didn't watch that yet. All right, let me get to that. I bought, I bought, um, this was like a couple years ago now. I bought the Justice League movie and I bought uh, Batman vs. Superman on Black Friday. Couple years ago now, like I said, I still have not fucking watched them. I didn't even open them, man. Dude, 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 there's no reason to watch Batman vs Superman. There's well, no, I, I think I think there's no reason to watch Justice League, especially because yeah, we're getting a four-hour thing. I think Batman vs Superman. I actually think that makes sense to watch if it's the Ultimate Edition <laughs> before the the big four-hour thing. That's seven fucking hours of your life between <laughs> those two. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I think I think I think that is kind of worth watching. I think there's some stuff that's okay in the BVS Ultimate Edition. Now, now uh, for the newer Batman, is Nolan doing it? Right, just that part still part of the Nolan. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, uh, the the newest newest one is uh, I forget the guy who did the Planet of the Apes. The new one. Oh, okay, so it's different. Now, what what would you think if they went they start going to arc where Joker somehow comes back? And that has Robin, and they kill Robin, and they start doing the um, Red Hood. Red Hood. Robin comes back all messed up. Oh, Red Hood would be. I, I think they should explore. So the thing to me that they should explore the most is is his son Damian Wayne. Um, mm. I think that. that so you're saying like be... introduce the kids, like all the other movies, are, like uh, kid versions of thing, like uh, Spider Man, Morales. Well, his 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 kids are interesting. Uh, his his kid is really interesting. Yeah. Um, but and and so is I think I think they've done a good job with uh, the Red Hood because I mean that dude is messed up. Yeah, he's, he's not he's not your average cutesy well, Dick he, Grayson. I'm Dick Grayson and I'm a good uh, guy. No, he's well, he's he a came back because he has the same mentality because he went into the uh, the stuff that Gould did. Yeah, so he's he's mad because he when you when you go to the Lazarus Pit you yeah. come out crazy. Yep, and he also got killed, and so yeah. he's like, "I want to kill people," and he uses yep. guns, and he's not—he's not a cute Robin. He's no. a jacked up dude in the head. So and I he, think he's and interesting. He, and he let me let me ask this: Who, Batman's ass too? <laughs> what were what were people's thoughts on Jared Leto's Joker? Bad. Oh yeah, I'm not a fan. You mean all really? the up guy? He was decent, <laughs> but he's not one of my favorites. Like I, I think they okay ish. The tattoos were just so bad. Like he should have just had a tramp stamp and said "fuck me, Batman." Yeah, it's just it was just weird. It's like dude. I see how I see how they were trying to get him like like really insane kind of. But you know, like there he's gonna come back in that massive Justice League four hour yeah. thing, yeah. and he's gonna look different. They made him look different, so I'm really actually interested to see that. I think Jared Leto is a great actor. I think he's actually an interesting choice. I think he's. <laughs> I think Jerry Little, the person, is a little psycho. Like he did some psycho stuff. Like he was pissing in people's food, and he was leaving people rats and shit. Like, like the actual actor oh, yeah. was like totally crazy. He's like, yeah, I'm getting into character by pissing in your fucking your your food. Like, what, dude? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. No. Thought, well, that sounds like some Shiloh Buff shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm definitely interested to see like the non weird take that 
Zack Snyder is going to have for him in yeah. the Zack Snyder 10 hour or whatever you want to call it, the cut. Yeah, they're coming like all different types of forms of jokers. They're trying to find like a crazy street looking like gangster joker. And then he got the mad insane, like the Joker movie guys, like the older dude with the the, the suit. Yeah, he's hella skinny. Like, yeah, it's like, it's so weird. It's like, pick one. Let's let it get a fan base going. Stop switching them up and compete. They want DC wants all the jokers. DC wants all the jokers. Because that Joker movie made tons of money. They're like, dude, people want Joker. We'll give it to you. We'll give you as many uh, jokers as you want. Isn't uh Jared Lowe supposed to be coming uh making like a cameo or like be part of like the new um Harley yeah. movies and stuff or something? Uh well he wasn't in Harley Quinn, unfortunately. He he's not even like shown at all. Well, they they do they do some stuff, but it's not Jared Leto. It's they, it's like his, the back of some, some, some uh, random dude. It's like, oh I yeah, heard, I, I heard, I heard they were trying to point him in there somehow. Uh, he'll be in the new Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, which I saw. Uh, was there something about him in Suicide Squad? That's Somewhere. what I was thinking. That's Suicide Squad, I think, because what Harley Quinn is in that, and I think he's supposed to make a so show up or something in it. I mean, he had, I mean, he had a brief what minutes worth of screen time in like the original Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. I, well, so I you mean know. like you mean like the new one? Like, will will he be in? The, will Joker be in the new the James Gunn Suicide Squad? Yeah, like part two, like come and get Harley Quinn, and like because he end up his, you know his uh his main bitch, you know partner. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. I think I think uh, he's I think he's not actually going to be in, oh, it, which is surprising. Okay. Uh. Uh, but but Sylvester Stallone's going to be in that movie apparently. I, yeah, I, I just seen that <laughs> I recently. That. I just seen that recently. Who is he? Did they say who he's playing? I forgot. No, we don't know. Like he's pretty, he's been pretty tight lipped uh, for a long time. Okay. And then we finally came out with like who all the people were. Mm. Um, but we don't know who he is. It's, it seems like it's a very late addition, mm. but you know, they, he's going to kill off so many people in that movie. It's going to be yeah, awesome. I know. Yeah. It'll be crazy. <laughs> Except for Harley Quinn. Yeah. He's like, the, they're the, he's like the main character. They're, they're freaking riding. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're riding her pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun time. Chris Elzuk said uh, the Joker was an awesome film. That being said, it wasn't a very sorry. It wasn't a Joker film. Or, sorry, I on. still gotta watch the Joker. By the way, let me we just talk about that last week. I forgot. I I gotta watch it again too. I got no, to watch it. I've never watched the original one. I mean, the new one, the Joker, the movie. Yeah, with uh, Joaquin. But yeah, I didn't see that. Yet. Joaquin. Joaquin. He said the Joker was an awesome film. That being said, it wasn't a Joker film. Just didn't have the same feel with the character. Now, Chris, what do you mean by that? Can you elaborate a little bit more? Because, and I'm only asking that because if we go from the Jack Nicholson Joker, the Heath Ledger Joker, we have that's two different Jokers. Now, what was, what was the other gentleman that played Joker from Suicide Squad? Well, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I did not see that, but I'm sure he was a different character. He was all patted up, like pale, <laughs> like makeup. I was like whacked out. Just, just to ask, because like there's, there's three different jokes, and then I mean, you can go with the greatest Joker of all time, which was Mark Hamill. <laughs> the yeah, anime series, sure, again? Yeah. the anime, I, but I say voice wise, like he, it wasn't, he really didn't do nothing. It was just a cartoon. He was just but, a no, but yeah, but you, you have to give credit to voice actors. It's not everybody. You do, do, yeah. No, I do. I give credit, but I'm thinking live action, like who I want to see yeah. in the live action. It is hard to compare a cartoon with yeah, a human, right? Yeah. <laughs> My opinion, I think Heath Ledger did a really good job. I liked Heath Ledger. He, he went, it, it messed him up mentally. He oh, went yeah, absolutely. Dark in that movie. I liked it. I loved it. I was like, this dude is playing this 
guy insane. Like, like you get like put it with the cartoon, like craziness. That's the second. Like, I got a pile of money. I don't care about money. Just set it on fire. That's Blow my second up. favorite. And I know I'm jumping ahead, but that's my second favorite Batman film is the one with Heath Ledger. And I think he did such an amazing fucking job. And they did that movie so well. But that was like how, again, how we were discussing earlier with Batman Returns and Batman from 89, how the first one was more about Batman and the Joker, but more about Batman. The second one was more about Penguin and uh, Catwoman. Catwoman yeah. yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker. I don't know the screen time between Heath Ledger and Christian Bale. That was Heath Ledger's movie. He stole the show as the Joker. He did such an amazing job just with a lot of stuff. And then you go back and you read stuff and some things were improv. Like when he's clapping, sitting in the prison cell, just that was just, that wasn't in the script. That was just him doing that. And I just, I love what actors, I love when actors and actresses do things like that to where they're just like, okay, you know what? I can take this, I can take this scene to the next level. And they do it. And it works, and you're just like, holy shit. Like, then, it breaks you, then it breaks you mentally, then you lose your mind. And then, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to say that part. I'm just saying, like, us watching it as fans, like, we're watching this, like, those certain scenes stick out to us, and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, that fight scene was fucking awesome, but just him just sitting in the jail cell like that after this, that speech, just clapping. Holy fuck. One, one of the things I think of when I you think of Heath Ledger as the Joker is he would skate basically skateboard to everywhere on set. So whenever yeah. someone mentions him as the Joker, I think of him in his Joker costume, just skateboarding around. Yeah. Or him in the nurse's outfit with on the skateboard. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming in the scene. Here I come. Yeah. Another funny thing was like when they blew up that building, that, that mm -hmm. scene was also sort of improv. Because oh yeah, the, the explosion didn't work, and he's just like, "What?" And he's like hitting the thing. Yep. And then it actually exploded for real, and he jumped in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so that was all like real. He was like, "Why didn't this work?" And then it, it just blew up for real. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because yeah. if you see him, like when he jumps in that car, he's like, "Oh shit, it's happening!" And he gets in hella quick. My girl's like real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm not getting, I'm not getting harmed by some straight yeah. shrapnel. I'm out. Yeah, that's cool. But nah, he was good. I liked him. Okay, Batman Returns. Yeah, back oh, to Batman Returns. Back to I like that the Batman is just you swing out. There's so many movies you just there are right. So when uh, another thing I thought was funny when it comes to uh, all these continuity towards the end where uh, Catwoman pulls Christopher Walken like out of the water. Before, yeah, yeah before, before the taser scene, like she's wearing her Catwoman costume, it's all torn up for literally no reason. They did no. not show her in that costume before that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like she went and put it on, and it must have already been torn up. What? Well, yeah, no, it was the uh, the scene before that. Was it when she fell into the cat litter, and it didn't get torn up in that? No, either. that I think the scene before that was they were at the party. She was dancing with Bruce, and they oh, realized yeah, right, who each yeah. other was. Yeah, Work. that's a great scene. I like that. Yeah. That was a good like, scene. But the next time you see her, she's in the Catwoman cat suit, and it's torn up, and ripped, yeah. to, ripped to pieces, with her hair sticking out like she had been in a huge fight with it. But yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, they true. they ran out of budget. Like like yeah. you're saying, they got ten grand for like like. Do you have any more money? Nope. This is what you got. Sorry. 
They're like, here, put that one on you last week. <laughs> right. <laughs> which was like, which is like the last thing she wore at the movie, basically. Yep. <laughs> like they use the same one. They're like, well, we're out. So we got to use but, the same but, costume. But then they, then they decided to find one for the, uh, the edit where they post whales or stunt double with the full costume. Yeah, they got, they got, they got that one. They're like, uh, well, we got to do this shot. So get us a new one. Okay, fine. At that point, her scenes were done. So. Yeah. Yeah, let's I, I really like that scene where like the two of them, so like they, they have this fight, right? They fight on the rooftop. Oh and then she like licks him. Like that was that was a really interesting moment <laughs> of of some sexual tension. And then it gets paid off and then they like say these lines to each other about the mistletoe and the kiss can be deadly, and then they say the inverse and they kind of realize who they are. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, does this mean we have to fight? <laughs> I like that. That was like the first reaction. Oh, let's bring it back from what I said last week about Bruce uh, Batman likes to show everybody his thing. If she didn't kill the Shrek dude, he yeah. would have known he was Batman. He would have known he was Batman. Like, hi, I'm Batman. Take, yeah, his ripped his... out of the water. Oh, hi, Bruce. I'm dying here. But he didn't. Yeah. He's like, I'm Batman. And I feel like, so for me, I feel like I feel like if if I was going to do a Batman movie, like basically who Batman is would be an open secret amongst like the villain. Like people know, but no one's interested in Bruce Wayne, right? Like yeah. Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne is the mask. Bruce Wayne is the fake guy. Yeah. Batman is the real person. Yeah. You know? And so no who who's going to care if, if you know who it is? Because he's just a front. He's just a rich guy. You want to kill the Batman who's a symbol, who's this <laughs> thing, this person. You know, so I would feel like everyone, all the villains would know, and then all the like the the simpletons would be like, I don't, who could it be? Maybe it's that guy. It's like, dude, it's obviously Bruce Wayne. But the live action one, the really one who really knows but didn't believe him was Scarecrow. Yeah, in the Nolan movie, he knows. And they're like, they just thought he lost his mind because he got sprayed with his own chemical. And what I love about that too is like, then Scarecrow becomes a drug dealer. Like he's just straight (laughs) up like like selling. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I can sell you some uh, some meth. Yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got a really good form of meth. <laughs> <laughs> My business is to repeat customers. <laughs> but it just reminds me, it's funny because he just shows everybody at the end, like, hey, I'm Batman, like another girl again. Like, oh, she figured it out, but hey, Selena. But then at least he, okay, I did, I forgot hey. about that part. He did mention the reporter to her. Yeah, he did, I, he did mention Vicky Vale, which I was surprised yeah. and didn't remember. And at least to their credit, there was an actual reveal of him being Batman in this movie, unlike the first one, I thought. Yeah. I feel like... Um... What was I going to say? Wasn't there kind of a reveal? Didn't he... Vicky Vale knew he was Batman, though, didn't she? Yeah, there was there was no reveal. Alfred just walked into the Batcave with her while Bruce yeah. Wayne did <laughs> Just yeah, like, it, was, what? it was a review. It was just it, yeah. they just made it happen. Like there was yeah. like no big like, oh my god, you're Batman. It's just like there was no reveal. There was no scene of shock on her yeah. part or they anything. Do that like with that. this one, it's just it just bothers me. It's like at the end, like the girl is like, I love you. Hey, I'm Batman, right in front of the criminals <laughs> and shit. I'm like, come on, man. Damn it. Wait till yeah. you're like alone or something. Like, hey, can I talk to you over here in the alley? Yeah. <laughs> Unless if you want to go dark, Batman is like. Okay, one, Penguin's dead. He's there. Hey, I'm Batman. Then he's like, hold on for a second. He just kills the dude. He's like, all right, we're good. <laughs> I got him. Are you going to kill him or not? I, I'll get him. 
He can't know I'm Batman. <laughs> but I don't know. That part just always bothers me. Because Batman is like the one hero. Like, he kept his identity. And it's like, like Superman, of course, because he can see through clothes. He knew Bruce Wayne was Batman. In the You want to go with the cartoons and all that shit. Or even in the live action movie, Batman for Superman, they know who each other is. Batman's a detective. He can find out anybody. It gives them time, but he'll find out your identity, your weaknesses, and all that shit. Even though there's a side note for Batman, people do say he is a type of mutant, superhuman, because of his brain, how he thinks. They, they say that's his power. He don't have like super strength and shit, even though there's some movies he'll kick a bad guy, a bad guy across a room, go through a wall and shit, like, you know, but... Yeah. He's but an they X-Man. say that they say, yeah they say he's an X Men basically that's his power like his he thinks really he's really smart that way but but anyways that's people's theories about that but yeah um I, I yeah I I think that's that's definitely something they haven't really handled very well in these movies is like how to deal with that like no one I don't know it I think they they handled it well when the two when Selena and Bruce kind of reveal it to each other without yeah. knowing because. You know, they're they're so, and I really liked how they handle the 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 two of their relationship because they're so crazy. They're both insane. They're both totally oh, yeah. crazy, and so they're so crazy that they're perfect for each other. And they're yeah, like that scene where they're both like they have to go to their alter egos. Yeah, they don't know what to say to like as their excuse. They're like, yeah, you know, um, just tell them. Just she she says, just make up a soliloquy yeah. <laughs> and love sonnet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to think that I'm leaving because I don't like him. I I really like him, but uh, yeah. you know, I, I love that because they're just like so insane. But they, but then when they're when they're in their alter ego, they have to like fight each other. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. And this this film, I mean, again, I'm going back. Like I said earlier, a few a little while ago, this is my favorite fucking Christmas movie. <laughs> and I just. I see Chris is shaking his head, but I don't care. And I'm sure some of you that are watching this live or watching it later on and listening to it later on are like, what the fuck is he talking about? This black dude is crazy, but it's a fucking Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie, 100%. 100%. Like, at the end of the movie, like, the first thing we see, basically, once we get out of the Cobblepot origin story where he gets dumped in the river by Pee Wee Herman, is Alfred is doing Christmas shopping. Yeah. And they're lighting this massive tree. It's a Christmas movie. It's a movie and then the Christmas end of the movie... It's not a Christmas movie, guys. Come on. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. To me, Christmas movie, I'm thinking like the corny-ass movies like on Hallmark and shit. That's a but Christmas this is so much better than that. <laughs> because this is a Christmas movie, but it's about superheroes and crazy... I, I guess. Now if, now, if they made it where it's like the Joker, like the Grinch, he's still on Christmas. <laughs> no! <laughs> the, the, the Joker who stole Christmas? <laughs> The Joker, the Joker steals Christmas is the plot. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, but, but James, you have to look at it like this though. They put Die Hard as a Christmas movie. That's no, that that was fanatic fans that are listen, saying it was during Christmas. I, I did a Christmas, Christmas episode. Movie, not a Christmas movie. No, it is. I did a Christmas episode of stories from a bar centered around how Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I have all kinds of notes. <laughs> all they, kinds of notes. It is. It's they, a, and so they, is this. Christmas music throughout it. It starts with them listening to Christmas music, and it ends with them basically with you know snowing. There's it's they're at a Christmas fucking party for Christ's sake. I, I mean, the Die Hard's a Christmas movie. 
I agree. Um, but terrorist, Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Not oh, only yeah. is it a Christmas movie, but it's the best fucking Christmas movie. I get now. When was this? Did this? I, it has to be fall. It, they usually plan it. Did it fall around Christmas? I don't know the exact date. Yeah. It fell on. There's Christmas. Oh, when it came out, it was '92, but I don't know the month and the date. Like, got it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Really? Yeah, I don't know when it came out. While that, while that's being looked up, Chris Ellsworth. So it was released in June of '92. Not even near Christmas. That doesn't have to be. It doesn't matter when it comes out though, because it comes out on Easter. Like, no, this is a Christmas movie. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm look, what I'm saying is, they had Christmas theme in the movie. It doesn't have. No, to I, I get that. I get that part. I understand. I, I, I get what you're saying, and I. No, you want, I I'm going to spin this on you. You want, They had to have it on Christmas, because the penguins, man, penguin planned his thing. Because exactly. the penguins would die. They're like, yo, we can't have my penguins. <laughs> it's in oh, summer. <laughs> and <laughs> the penguins like, ah! <laughs> it's like, yo, like, it had to be winter. But no, I get what you guys are saying. It's just like when I look at movies like Die Hard, like I go with the fans. You're right. It's like it's a Christmas movie. Had Christmas through it. But if you look at reality, that movie is about basically a terrorist coming <laughs> and they're stopping a terrorist. It's a it's an action terrorist movie. Is that fucking at Christmas? Which makes it like, but the thing yeah. about it, like thematically, it is about Christmas themes. But again, it's totally a different take because he's trying to reunite with his family and his wife. But then a bunch of fucking terrorists take over a, a building. <laughs> He's trying to make it back for Christmas. He's like, these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and then he proves like how much he loves his wife by saving her from a bunch of German terrorists and some like, black guy with glasses. I guess. I guess. I, I see where you guys are going. It's just I never think of that shit. But like- this, but this, this movie is really about Christmas too, because like you know, the whole time both of them, Selena and Bruce, are like very alienated, and they don't like have anyone in their life, and so yeah. they're using this other stuff to fill the void. So like Selena's using work. And he's using being Batman. Penguin wanted to fill that boy too, by the way. What's that? Penguin wanted to fill that yeah. boy too. Yeah, by doing terrorism with his, yeah, his not, dude, not only not only did the penguin have a uh, that that pussy line there, he had a line that involved semi hard, and I don't remember what it was. I forgot that, too. He had a quote. I was going to write some down, and I totally forgot. So I really like. Did anyone catch like like the penguins like his his uh, his campaign platform? He said, he said, stop global warming, start global cooling. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. I think my internet's back up. All right. Awesome. And another, another line I really liked from the, uh, one of the consultants, they said, oh, can you wear these gloves? Uh, we, we've done polling and we found that people like fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny because they're like, yeah, we don't like flippers. We like fingers. Yeah. Like, like, they, like if you pay attention, like, like I said, when I, I watched this, actually in the back, back then, I never caught these jokes. Oh, like, dude, I didn't know how dirty they were like penguin was some he was like rubbing up he was like all up like leaning towards them like sexual harassment all over the place i was like i did not remember none of this yeah like, it's very sexual laughing. i was dying laughing that pussy joke like chris said that i was like laughing my yeah ass. Th- then there's like so like they do they do the thing where they frame batman and then and then he's like hey let's consummate our marriage or whatever and she's like no i don't want to be with you and then and then he's like how dare you you put me on you like you let me you show me all the signs i'm yeah. gonna have you spayed yeah <laughs> Oh, by the way, I, I noticed on that too in the beginning where they had this uh, planned about the Batmobile. He was, I thought he was setting a bomb in it. He took control. There was no bomb. It didn't blow he, up. So, like the plan, the original plan was to make it a bomb. Yeah. yeah. What happened? But but, to that? but then oh, Catwoman, yeah, right. Catwoman told him, "No, don't make him a martyr. You need to make him a villain." 
So then oh, instead okay. of putting the bomb, Got they it. had I love that scene where he's in the little like the little toy thing. Yeah, it's rocket it back. Sex, the van is a rocky Oh thing. yeah. Dude, that was so <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> he's like ah, 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 just rocking the whole van is like shaking. And he's like driving. Ah. Yeah, that was funny. That was great. That was that was fucking hilarious. That was great. Oh, really quick with that scene too. Now I remember when Batman put the disc in the Batmobile and he was recording with the with Yeah, the, he was recording. With, when he went back and played it, what he said was different. I only know this because I looked it up. I didn't know it from memory. But what what he said when you know when he was controlling Batman's car, and what he said when he was um trying to shoot out to trying to be the mayor, like trying to take over the mayor's position. When Batman, when Bruce Wayne, because he was Bruce Wayne at the time, played the CD, it was completely different. But he was pretty much saying, "I fucked the city over." Like, "Fuck yeah. you guys, you're stupid." You voted like Trump. You voted for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the bit like the thing about like Batman was like doing the classic fake news kind of shit. Like he yeah, just made, he was oh, just yeah. making shit. Like he he could have just made like they really should have had a scene where he like manipulates the voice. Yeah, and just like makes his own him say his own thing. He just like fucks him over. Like I feel like that's how the scene would play now. Like Batman would like literally be like creating him, making him say something he didn't say, and then have it project out. Or like release a video of him saying like ah oh, fuck Gotham they're a bunch of dumbasses you know yeah. um and then and then the pain would be like it's fake girls the Batman fucked me over <laughs> it's rigged the whole goddamn yeah it's rigged I'm not <laughs> the establishment the Batman and the establishment fucked me over <laughs> that's how that scene would play now yeah it would really quick Chris Elzuk said uh, go this is going back to an earlier thing about the whole Joker's thing that he said earlier about the Joker's he said uh, just saying there's just so Different Heath, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker is different. He was nuts. The new one was more of like a mental health thing. And I feel, Chris, my personal opinion is with the whole mental health thing, which shout out to Chris, shout out to uh Um what the, what the fuck is it? Slinky. I forgot, man. I'm sorry. Slinky's podcast, Chris's podcast. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Slinky Slicker and Pawn. There we go. And the shit Slinky made me watch. Check those out on YouTube and on Facebook as well. Slinky Sticker and Pawn. But um, with the whole mental health thing, I think the reason why they went that route is because of which it is very important that they're that it is being pushed. But I feel like they went that route with the Joker, but because of how much it is being pushed out to the media and pushed out to everybody. So it's like they went with that kind of Joker, the whole, you know, again, mental health thing versus I'm not saying he wasn't crazy in all of them, but they pushed more of a mental health feel than this motherfucker's crazy, violent, psychotic. To me, to me, they brought out all the mental health in every one of them. It's just a couple of them were not just mental health. There was like a dark twist in them. Like you couldn't care about killing. It wasn't just about, hey, I'm crazy walking down the street like a bag lady. I I think each version of the Joker in the movies has been a sign of the times that uh, they're trying to portray it in. Yeah, yeah, Uh, good point. That's a good point. uh, It's, uh, I mean, Jack Nicholson did a great job, but it it was also 1989. Yeah, so you're not you're not getting into that deep, serious, you know, dark mental health type stuff like you did with Heath Ledger, or even the insanity. I, I, if you want to say that they were trying to pull off with Jared Leto. But um, 
you know, I, it, each version of Joker, you have to you you have to assign it with the time right. that they were trying to play it in. And yeah. I, I agree with you that, Chris, and I'll even take it a step further in saying it was more, which is a bad thing to say as far as it's a bad thing that it was, I'll say it was more shunned upon as far as like mental illness back in the 80s versus now. Now, I'm not saying you understand it more. No, but now it's a conversation and it's out in the public. You have a better understanding of it on the outside looking in. It doesn't necessarily mean you understand it. Nobody really, nobody in this world 100% understands the human brain because the human brain is so fucking unique, which is a beautiful thing. And that is just why I, again, that's my response. That's my answer to the whole mental health thing with the Joker as far as the newer movies. And I mean, if we can take it to another step. We can even go back to Batman Returns. If you use these three villains or these three characters, sorry, not villains, two villains, one hero, one ant kind of in the middle, but Catwoman, Batman, and um, Penguin, there could be some sort of a mental health issue there with those three characters. Well, it was. Catwoman was like a schizo. Like, whatever happened to her, she was like fighting two sides. Well, when she got pushed out that window, that's when she was yeah. really having those two yeah. sides. But the thing with the Joker, like I didn't see the new Joker movie. Like, what kind of mental? Uh, oh could, yeah, he he has he has an actual disorder where oh, like so they, it, you know, the it wasn't like schizophrenia, uh, like schizo. It was like a real. They they played out like he should be a mental warrior, like he had a real mental. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff. Like yeah, like oh, okay. to do yeah, with this. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure. That's why I'm. I asking. think I think there's always been an aspect of it, the Joker that's touched on mental health. It's just gotten more. It's just gone more in that direction. Mm-hmm. With the updated times, okay. I agree. And like I was saying, like back in the eighties, it was more like he's a crazy, violent character. Versus now, it's like, okay, this guy needs help. This guy has issues. It's more of Batman shouldn't be beating his ass. He should be capture <laughs> him to get him in a facility to get help. In a in a sense, you know what I mean. If you want to, I, I haven't seen the movie. I'm just assuming how it is. And I do, just from personal experience with family, I do, I've dealt with mental health, so I know, like, they need that, people who have, you know, mental health issues, you need that help, you need to get that, whether it be therapy, whatever the case it may be, you got to get that help. And, like, now it's, like, now it's more open, which I think is a great thing, and again, people, your mental health is very important if you've, it's just as Important if it's more important than your physical, as far as like going to the gym, mental health, like doing whatever you have to do for your mental health, go to the gym for that. If it's therapy, if it's doing mental reps, whatever you got to do, go to the gym for that for your mental health as well as your physical health. I will say that just to get on a serious note with that, and then I'm gonna get back to the funny shit, the fun shit. (laughs) It's like with Batman because he still has that pain of his parents dying, getting murdered in front of him. That's gonna fuck with you mentally. One way or another, it's going to fuck with you. For him, it was being like a hero, a dark knight, a a vigilante. Like, I got to protect my city. I don't want other people to have to deal with this shit. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to destroy these villains to the point of murdering, killing these villains so where they want to exist. Because without these villains, I don't exist anymore. Like, without these villains, I don't have a purpose. I feel like that's a disability in a sense. Okay. With Batman. Catwoman, like James said, she has um like that split personality of Selena Kyle and Catwoman. 
after the window thing, like after you know, after she's pushed out the window in Batman Returns, it's like I'm Selena Kyle, but I was really always this Catwoman. I was always this dark, this darker woman. I always wanted to bring this more sensual slash tough woman out. I just was, I just didn't know how to. So I was too scared. And it's like she finally got pushed to that limit of bringing that limit of bringing that out from being hurt so many times physically, mentally for a long time, you could say just between her and her boss and then physically from her boss and maybe even mentally with her mother, the way her mother left those messages on her machine and was kind of talking to her, but she talked to her. Yes. Child's plays a Christmas movie. (laughs) I just seen that on there. I was like, Oh geez. Which is another. But, you know, I just realized every character in all these Batman's, they're all got a mental health issue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of them do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. I mean, Penguin has abandonment issues with his parents. They fucking <laughs> just, yo, you look crazy as shit. Let's and, and <laughs> dump I, you in the river. And I think that every character though, you can take it to the extent of his parents were very rich. They're very, very, very rich and very wealthy, very high class. So it's like any. Quote unquote, and I don't mean this in disrespect. I know it's a, a fictional character when I say deformities, but I'm just saying, like, a mental disability or physical disability. I should probably say that. That's probably sounds better. It's like shunned up. It's like, you know what? We got to get rid of this. We got to fucking throw him in the river, throw him in the sewer, so to speak. That's what happened to Penguin, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think so. The thing about Batman, right? So, like, what does he try to do with all the villains? Tries to put him in Arkham Asylum. Right? Yeah. It's a mental institution. It's a fucked up one, but it's a mental institution. I mean, you could make the, you know, mental argument for any type of supervillain, but yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. talking about Batman, even the heroes. Like everybody in this, you just realize everybody has like issues. They're they're all mental, yeah. In yeah. these movies, especially they're all they all just like especially Catwoman and him, like they're they're that's basically what this movie's about. Is it's it's Christmas and they're both insane. And then they meet each other and then they fall in love, but their insanity kind of peaks, even goes even higher. But then it's, it's, it's too combustible. Like they can't, their alter egos can't ex- coexist. Their, their regular versions, Selena and, and Bruce can exist, but not Catwoman and Batman. And so pff, explodes yeah. and then they can't be together anymore. Which I, I like that though. Like I like the whole fact of, which I kind of wish that they could have had more of a thing with Selena and Bruce and I kind just a tiny bit because I feel like this was a perfect movie, in my opinion. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> but I, I kind of wish that like they had more of a thing as Catwoman and Bruce, and kind of sort of Batwoman, or sorry, Catwoman and Batman, but more so to the fact of they have that lust for each other, but they're enemies. Versus Selena and Batman or Selena and Bruce, they have that lust slash possible love for each other. But they're questioning it. And I know it sounds confusing, but it's like there's something about you that I don't know what it is, but I'm concerned. You know what I mean? Like I'm concerned. I don't trust it or whatever the case may be versus like I'm physically attracted to, I'm sexually attracted. This is Batman and Catwoman again. They're like, they have like that sexual tension. But we know we can't. We know we can't fuck. We know we can't be together because I'm the I'm the vigilante. You're the villain. Just like <laughs> you and just like you and that skeleton next to you. No, we're, we're, this is my homie right here. The world. Like, uh, that's the only reason why they can't be together. Like if she went good, she could be his partner. 
but she knows she's going to do some bad shit and he's going to stop her. She's in the uh, middle, though, because there's times if you watch again, if you go to the animated series, there's times where she saves him. No, yeah. but that goes back to something I said early on. I like cat. That's why Catwoman is so interesting. You, yeah. They towed that line with her for since they created her that uh, very show. She could be good or bad, depending on the story and how it plays into it. Yeah. There's a great line. I just want to bring up real quick. There's a great line. So when they do the setup of Batman and there was that, I don't know what the hell, Miss Miss Gotham, basically woman. And they put her up on the on the roof. Oh, princess. And then, ice princess. Yeah, yeah, the ice princess. And then uh, they, you know, Penguin pops out and they do this thing with the bats attack her and she falls and dies. The bats come out of the uh, come out of the Christmas tree. Uh, and so then, so then Selena, so then Catwoman and Penguin are talking, and Catwoman says to him like, uh, "I thought you were just gonna scare." Her. He's like, "Yeah, she looked pretty scared to me." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that was great. Where she's like, "I didn't think you were. I didn't sign up to kill her." Yeah. He's like, yeah. "Uh, you're not. That's that's what I'm gonna do. I kill people." Well, I think that's another thing. I'm a gangster. You didn't expect it. She's in the movie. She stuck up for the women. Like she saved that one woman in the alley. But she then did. she dissed her at the end. And then she slapped her, yeah. Yeah, so, but the thing is, I think that's what it is. She's like, she's like doing like a women's right. Like, I'm sick of tired people walking over women. So I'm She gonna, has a moral hierarchy, right? Like, yeah, she's not yeah. just out to just rob and steal. And yeah. like, when she attacks that, she attacks a Shrek, a Shrek store. Yeah. The store she blew up. Like, she's after him because he tried to kill her. And he's also a piece of shit. Yeah. He's trying to screw over the city. And so both of them are trying to attack him from different angles. But like she Batman, also, what? When Batman and Penguin was talking, and she just comes comes out. And she's like, "Yeah." Did she just say? Did she purr? Did she call? She meow? says, "Meow." She says, meow. Just, boom, the whole building explodes. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, that yeah. is that's a, that is a great scene. That whole <laughs> sequence, you know, is amazing. It, you know, what makes that whole sequence funnier though is after that sequence of Penguin, Batman, and Catwoman. When Penguin, or sorry, when Batwoman, Catwoman, and Batman are on the roof. They show that store in the background and it's not destroyed at all. After <laughs> fucking blew it up. Yeah. Which I only found that out. I didn't put like I didn't notice this on my own. I was reading um on IMDB. I should have took more notes for it. I just read it. <sighs> That's one that stuck out to me. I was reading through like the uh <sighs> the bloopers or whatever you want to call it, and that was one that stuck out. That was one that I do remember. And I'm just like, holy shit. I never fucking noticed that because you don't really when you're no. watching movies like this, like action movies, you're paying attention more to the fight scene than you are to the background. Oh yeah. Once I read that, I was like, let me see this fucking background. And you see the stacks sign in the background just fine. Yeah, no flames, no smoke or anything. Yeah. There. And it was it wasn't like it was like a few weeks or months later, it was literally like maybe a couple maybe a twenty minutes, hour tops. Mm-hmm. And I like how Batman always leaves the main villain. Like, he's like, ooh, a woman. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> he could have, like, stopped him right there. He's like, I'm going to get her now. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh, what I wanted to say, too, was how, how I was saying how Catwoman will save Batman and fight him. Joker kind of does the same thing, but Joker, I feel like, does it for a different reason. Joker wants to be the one to destroy slash kill Batman versus, like, because I've I can't think of certain episodes of certain cartoons. Or I think Joker wants to mentally break Batman. Yeah, mentally. I think he, yeah, you're probably, but he wants to be the one to do it though. He doesn't yeah, want anyone else yeah. to do it. He yeah, wants no, there, no. There was anime series where they like the villains teamed up, and 
one, the other ones were going to kill Batman, and he he like stopped him. He's like, no, he's mine. Yeah. <laughs> type shit. So yeah, he does have that thing. He's like, I'm going to take him out. But then he had chances, and he don't. He I think it's just a. It's like a big game. It's a. He wants it's to mentally and, break it, him. It, it's a back and forth between the two. Because they both need each other, I they feel they both feel they need each other to go on. Yeah. Because Joker is like Batman's biggest thorn, and of course Batman's Joker's biggest thorn. Even though Batman, or sorry, even though Joker will team up with other villains to capture Batman to destroy Batman, Joker wants to be the one to push that button to make Batman go over the fucking edge. He doesn't oh, want anyone to do it. He doesn't want his lackeys to do it. He doesn't want anyone else to do it. He has to be the one to do it. He doesn't care about the money, anything else. Catwoman, she wants to fuck him <laughs> physically, and she wants to fuck with his head mentally. That's what I get from that. That's all I get from that. As far as the sit, she wants revenge for certain things against men, but she wants to fuck Batman, and she wants to fuck physically and mentally, meaning like. She wants to fuck him good, make him think about it, but then fuck him, fuck him mentally. Like, should I, should I hit him again or should I, should I ghost him? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she, and that's yeah. She, she likes to ghost him big time. Yeah. Oh yeah. That through everything like the anime series, she ghosts him a lot. She's like, that'll be like, like she went good. I'd like if you want to go to anime series. There was like a time frame where they're like dating for a while because she was like, I gave up crime and everything. Then all of a sudden she goes to him. It's like hell no, I'm going back to this shit. I like doing crime stuff and yeah. So they always had to think back and forth. Same thing with uh, I keep I don't want I mess up his uh his name. I mispronounce it. Raja Ghoul, his daughter. They had, like Raja. Yeah, they, yeah, they had yeah. Back and forth. The daughter, the daughter is super yeah. thirsty for Batman. Yeah. So. But no, this is this is a good movie. It's like like I said, I watched it and there was so much when I was younger I missed and it made me I enjoyed it, it made me laugh. I was like, I can't believe I missed this shit when I was younger. All these jokes and stuff. Yeah, these no, it, it was good. There was you know, we touched on it. The couple one liners that I'm like, I can't believe they included yeah. that, you know, with um, you're just what? the pussy I've been looking for. And yeah. again, there I know he had another line that involved semi hard or something like that. Yeah, but uh, it holds up. They weren't wrong that there's a lot of characters and a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and it was a little little more fast paced than the first one. Yeah, it's pretty fast paced. I know the original versions of the script. The big issue was they didn't have a main plot for the Joker, or not the Joker, but the Penguin. I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, Which eventually turned into you know the storyline of him trying to kill all the firstborn children. Yeah. But um, and again, I can see why it's it, the time frame is interesting. If Ke- this was the reason Keaton didn't want to continue on, is because they weren't developing the character. Obviously, when you have so many big names in a universe, you can only focus so much time and attention on them. So you're bringing in characters that you only intend to have around for one movie. So you kind of have to focus on them. Yeah, which means there's you can't really evolve batman anymore sure like, yeah. kind of like you did with at least christian bale at, least, at some point in that trilogy you were evolving his character at least a little bit i'm sure enough to keep it interesting for the actor and of course for the audience it's a it's a different audience these days than it was in 1990 or 89 and 92 yeah, yeah. oh yeah 
Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And I feel um, I guess we can jump in the ratings real quick. We still discuss the movie more if you guys want to, but um, I'm gonna throw it on somebody else to give the fun rating thing. You know how we do from a positive, oh. from a negative into a positive end, I guess. I'm gonna throw it on Chris. So what's the, what's the one thing you can pull from this movie to give it? Like how many blanks would you give this movie? It's on you, Chris. I uh, you know, I'll give it. I'll give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I know I gave you know the 1989 Batman an eight too, and the only reason I don't give this higher is, I think for the for the time that it's in, it's amazing to see these iconic characters on screen together. It's not enough to really delve in and kind of build that backstory. The, even though they did a great job in the time that they had to bring these characters together, uh, it wasn't enough time, I think, to really build the chemistry and you know make a deep inner inner winding story, if, if that's the word I'm looking for, but <laughs> between the characters. Like I don't think it was as fleshed out as it could have been. I think it should be how many penguins out of ten. So penguins out? No, no, that's a good way to go. Eight out of ten penguins. Penguins, yeah. penguins, and seeing as how you jumped in and said that and saved that, Ibrahim, how many penguins are you giving this movie? Yeah, so I I, I don't like this one as much. Um, I I think I'm gonna start watching this for Christmas. Like like <laughs> I, 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 Christmas movie? I agree with with Aaron. Like this is a Christmas movie. I'm going yeah. to watch this for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. So I'm gonna give this seven penguins out of ten. I don't think it's as good as the first one for me. But I do think it's still good. And there's some, like, all the stuff with Michelle Pfeiffer is really good. I like their relationship. But I don't know. I just think that these are villain movies. They're not as much Batman movies. And that's, I think, the thing that, like, the Nolan movies, when we get to them at some point, that's what they get right. Like, it's about Batman. Yeah. About Bruce Wayne. It's about him and what he's dealing with. And the villains are there, and the villains are very powerful personalities. But Batman is the core, and in this, it's about it's about Catwoman and Penguin. Oh, and, and you're absolutely right about that because the interesting thing about the Nolan movies was the toll it took on Batman when those villains came in. This one was more about the villains, and then just Batman's there to fight them on occasion. I I totally agree, everybody. I'm going to agree. Um, I agree with you. The first one is my favorite still. I think it's just because uh memories i watched it so many times it's like what got me into batman so i gave it a 10 that was like the first movie i ever gave a 10 out of all the uh movies i reviewed um i'm gonna give this one an eight i do like you said danny devito the uh the cast did great but it like you said chris it focused on more of the villains um a little more action but also fast paced little craziness and especially in the beginning all the clowns everywhere Batman's just walking around the street and he could have got shot like 10 million times for some reason he's walking by some punches one and the other one's ignoring him. but you know but I still loved it I think it's a good movie but it's not my favorite it's just so many memories for the first one so I'm gonna give it eight penguins <laughs> my turn I guess it's your turn Aaron okay. it's your favorite so we already know you're going a little yeah, higher there. No. listen um I feel like it was done very 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 well I dis not disrespect. I disagree with my counterparts on this, but I mean, we all have our you know we all have our things for this. 
I feel this movie was a 10. I feel it was unperfect. And going back to what I said earlier in the episode of how for the first movie, you had more of that backstory, the origin story of Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Slash, and with the Joker, of course, this one gives you kind of a story of Catwoman and Penguin and why they are the way they are. And you really didn't need that for Batman. Like I said earlier, again, Batman, everybody's part was very powerful. But when Batman was on screen or Bruce Wayne was on screen, like those certain things, there was something said or done that I felt was very important or key to what up, Harvey? I don't know if I said that or not yet, but when it was good. But that was very key to the movie. You know what I mean? Like, even if it was just a little one-liner or two lines or three lines or whatever, it was really key to the movie. Like, Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne both lying to Alfred, having Alfred lie for them to the other person about what, why I'm leaving this moment when we were getting ready to have an amazing moment. And that, to me, just stood out. Um... A lot of scenes stood out in this movie. A lot of things stood out in this movie. And I, again, going back to my, from my childhood to now, I love this movie as much, if not more than when I was a kid. As a kid, it's just like, oh, cool. Oh, shit, this is Batman. And now it's like, I understand the story more, if you guys know what I mean. Like, before it was just Batman, fight scenes, Michelle Pfeiffer, first boner, possibly. <laughs> I said earlier. And now it's like, Yes, all that, the fight scenes, Michelle Pfeiffer, possible first boner, I don't know. So this isn't out of penguins anymore. It's out of too much information. (laughs) It's out of boners. (laughs) 10 boners, 10 fucking boners, 10 TMIs. I'm giving this movie 10 fucking penguins out of 10. 10 kitties out of 10. (laughs) I really thought this movie was done amazing. This is my favorite Batman movie. I'm not saying there'll be no more 10s, but this is my favorite Batman movie of all time. And like I've told you guys before, the animated series is my favorite Batman all across the board with characters and everything, story, everything all across the board. But yes, this was a beautiful movie. This was an amazing movie. And for some strange reason, if you're around our age group, which I'm 35, James is 40, Chris is 40, ah, 40. <laughs> Ibrahim is 27. I'm 30. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not 40. I'm 37, you son of a bitch. Me too, bastard. Ibrahim, how old are you, man? 33. I keep making up ages for you. I'm 38 in January. I'm not 40 yet. Damn. Well, I'm turning. I'm 32. (laughs) Everybody in their 30s, right? Everybody in their 30s. I'll say late 20s, meaning like 27 to 27 and up. We've seen these movies. We kind of grew up with this with this one and the original one. And this is the first Batman I ever saw was these two movies. The first I've ever seen anything Batman ever. Yep. Oh yeah, ditto. Same thing. Yep. For me, this holds up. For me, this movie holds up along with the original, which I gave them both tens. The next two now, people, when we get to those, those are not going to be tens for me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're fucking bad. But you know, I do, I do think that they when we when we talk about Batman Forever, I think has some some interesting stuff. Batman and Robin is an absolute piece of trash. Just no, trash, it, trash. well, yeah, out of those two, Batman Forever is the better one. Yeah. yeah, like Batman Forever, you finally get the actual character development for Batman in this series. Yeah. You I mean, some one-liner jokes that might giggle, you know, like, you know yeah, like a little bit, but the storyline and the characters, it's just trash. I um, mean, Batman, Batman Forever was 
this gonna be the sequel to these first two movies it was gonna be the third movie and then obviously it went in a slightly different direction with all new people and everything so i'm looking forward to yeah. actually i'm looking forward to going back and watching it now and yeah me too because like i said it might surprise me with some things yeah i also think chris o'donnell was a good robin yeah. as dick grayson i think he's really really good like for the time like yeah. he's really good to me they fuck up everything because it's super campy but yeah. they got that right and they i feel like even kind of got i mean the origin isn't totally right but at least you cut out all the you know adopt like you know in this universe there's no bat there's no robin who's a kid yeah so at least we get a grown-up dick grayson and he he has this connection and like you get some really good scenes when they talk about like like there's a great scene in, in when like uh dick grayson first figures out that he's he's batman he's like yeah you need to help me kill two-face because he killed my family yeah he's like you think you you think revenge is gonna make you feel whole it won't and yeah. i know because i've lived my life yeah. trying to get revenge for the people who killed my family it's yeah. not gonna work and at some point you'll realize it but i'm gonna try and help lead you away from that yeah so yeah we finally get some good stuff but then there's just the campiness just destroys it yeah, unfortunately and it's funny you say that because campiness was the big fear when you know with the first batman movie when they cast keaton and everything they were scared the studio was scared that they were going in the campy direction like we talked about last week on the yeah. you know that yeah. keaton was known as more of a comedic actor at the time when he was cast for batman yeah yeah and he's very dead serious he's really like you know, he plays him with that psychology where you can see like there's something's moving in his head, you know, um, and I, I feel like all the bat. Well, most of them. I mean, but like once again, once you get to Batman and Robin and he pulls out the fucking Batman credit card, it's just and the bat nipples, the bat. It's so campy that you can't take anything seriously. In it. Yeah, it's no, just, I agree. It's so unfortunate. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fucked up comments about that one. Yeah, we should. Yeah. You already know I'm going to say something crazy. Yeah, we know you're, you're going to say something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, people, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for watching in the present or the future. We greatly appreciate it. Popcorn and Pints, the Z Network. We had a great time reviewing this fucking movie. And we're going to be in There's more people on the Z Network. For one, there's more shows on the network. We're going to be a very entertaining network. It's something that you guys want to look out for. It's growing. Watch, you want to listen to, you want to see grow. And I mean, again, funny. You're going to get a lot of laughs. You're going to, you're going to get a lot of what the fucks. Why did you say that? This is just what we do, and we we're good at it. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're fucking do. We're just good at it. It's fun. It's funny. You know, fucking Michelle Pfeiffer was a great Catwoman. Boners. Boner City and <laughs> Schwing. Schwing. Schwing badass. Um seriously though, like this is fun. This Doesn't is alone Wayne's world. And I know you guys are used to seeing myself on the horror stuff, which you're gonna I'm gonna continue to do that live. And I do want to announce this again. I did announce it last last week and also last Wednesday. Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so it's coming Wednesday. 9 o'clock p.m., I am doing a live podcast of... And I know Chris said last week he was going to do it. Oh, are we doing that? Does, we want to do that Wednesday? I'm happy to hop on. Hop on. Thanks, Killing. 
Thanks, Kim. Oh, Jesus. I, oh, boy. I might have to join. <laughs> Anybody who wants to be involved in the episode is welcome. I will say this. We'll do up to... Because I already know Chris said yes. James is saying yes. Ibrahim, you're a possibility because I could tell by the way you shook your head yes. I don't... I mean, <laughs> feel free to say no, man. I'm just throwing you on the spot. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if I can watch that one. I, I don't know if I can watch that. He's killing me. <laughs> oh, man. It's an amazing movie. You don't have to. That's cool. <laughs> Although, like, I did see someone talk about that movie, like, recently, this other person, the horror person, talking about Thanksgiving horror movies, and they talked about that movie. I love it. Oh. I love it. Yeah. First, listen, the first line is nice tits, bitch. You can't get a better line. <laughs> <laughs> you get a better line. <laughs> it's so cheesy. It's, it's fun. It, it has some really funny moments. <laughs> This thing, can, I mean, can we can we live stream us watching the movie? Because I feel like that's the way to go. I mean, you can. You'll get shut down. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's the we only got, thing I'm afraid we of. We gotta follow the news yeah. on that one. They'll, they'll 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 nuke your Facebook page from orbit. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. What about if you do like YouTube? Can you pause it, talk a minute, and replay it? <laughs> that would be great. I would I would like. Okay, if we're doing that. Yeah, I'm and, I'm up for it. Do you have any idea how long it would take us to get through that? Who cares, oh, dude? Night. Who cares dude? I'm drinking hardcore for that. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know if we could do it like that. I'll look into it some. But either way, nine o'clock Wednesday, Horror Research Thirty. It'll be on the Horror Research Thirty Facebook page as well as the Z Network Facebook page as well as the Horror Research Thirty and Z Network Twitch channels. Um Thanks Killing. And you can watch it for free on Tubi. And it's fucking... I love it. It's my favorite horror comedy. It's a fucking hilarious movie. And, I mean, Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to be doing that. And by the way, I'm taking the credit for that. I told Aaron for two years to watch that movie. And he blew it off. I'm not watching this. No, 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 no. You didn't tell me to watch Thanksgiving. You yes, told me to watch Rubber. No, Thanksgiving first. No, because Thanks Killing, I watched before I met you, before I started working with the state. I don't know about that one. Okay. I'll let you slide on that. I'm in love with that. Like, that movie, <laughs> I own that movie now. I've, I don't know where it is at this second. I'll pull the DVD up. I'll pull it up third, or Wednesday. I can't, I can't wait to watch this shit. <laughs> you got to watch it. You're going to enjoy it. Make sure you're drinking some, though. Yes. But I, I'm going to say to you like this. People, if you've never seen Thanks Killing, Thanks Killing turn your brains off. It's a turn. Yeah, you got to shut your brain down. It's a if you're a smoker, smoke. If you're a drinker, drink. If you do both, do both. Watch it. You gotta do something. Have fun and enjoy. I watch it sober and enjoy. I watch it sober too. Get, get crossfaded. Enjoy it, and then tune into the fucking show because it's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be gobble great. gobble, motherfucker. Yes. Gobble, no, gobble. There's so many quotes. You're gonna see a list if you look this up. There's so many one line. Gobble quotes. gobble, motherfucker. Yes, it's great. It's funny stuff. I'm it's sold. Being said, let's close out this episode. Yeah, we yeah. got to wrap this up. Yep. I'm gonna do my quick plug. Old man, you have to go to sleep. Horror with Sir Sturdy on uh, Facebook. Me. I'm fucking exhausted. Yep, me too. I'm with you. Check out Horror with Sir Sturdy podcast all across the board. Check out the Z Network all across the board on YouTube, on Facebook, and uh, I'm gonna point it to you, Chris. Stories from a bar. You can catch uh, the podcast on uh, through the Z Network. Join the Z Network Facebook page, the Stories from a Bar Facebook page. You can find the show, of course, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Apple, Google, iHeart, YouTube. I don't. There's Podbeam, Stitcher, Spotify. All over. There's anywhere you would expect to find a podcast. Stories from a bar. 
do my do me a favor, subscribe, spread the word. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, moving on. Ibrahim? Yeah, so uh, check me out. Deep Focus Cinema Podcast. You can find that where all your, uh, your podcasts are sold. It's everywhere. It's also on YouTube and there's a Twitch channel. So if you want to follow and, uh, <clears throat> you know, comment like you did on this live stream, I'd uh, be happy to have you come by. So uh, tomorrow, i uh, got another podcast coming, uh, continuing my uh, list of top 100 movies of all time with my co-host Lucian. So we're covering another 10 films. Uh, this is going to be part three. So we're sort of 30 films in now, finally. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then next week I'll be talking about the movie contact, uh, for the sci-fi portion of my podcast. So yeah, check it out. Deep focus cinema podcast, wherever all your podcasts are sold and on YouTube. Thank you. Nice. And again, people, this is the Z network. Come check out the Z network. I mean, popcorn and pints, you're going to get all types of movies and shows, non-horror movies and shows. You're going to get some entertaining shit. Two and a half hours of nonsense like this was. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you're going to get a bunch of... I'm going to tell you like this. You're going to get entertaining nonsense, which you want to see on the internet and YouTubes and your live streams. You're going to get all that funny stuff. And then some... You're going to get some shit. You're like, Aaron, why the fuck did you say that? Because I did. And uh, yeah. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Gobble, 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 motherfucker. This, again... I can't wait. I'm super excited now. This is a movie of all time. And I'm going to go ahead and say this really quick. Thanks, Killing. Go ahead and watch it because it's the best Thanksgiving movie of all fucking time. <laughs> Better than planes, trains, and automobiles. Yep. Best of all time. That being said, again, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. I want to go to bed. Me too. These fools <laughs> want to go to bed. I'm still wide awake because I'm a young buckaroo. Let's keep pop, 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 popping for pop, pop, popcorn and pints. Sip your drinks. Pop that popcorn. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for watching. This is Z Network. Peace. <laughs>